When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this week, we're going to a grammar rodeo. I don't want to go to a grammar rodeo. <laughs> oh, you don't? No. But oh, I, I want to do was... take. I do want to take a road trip. Yeah, to Canada for that grammar rodeo? I mean, we could totally go to that grammar rodeo. <laughs> so I have taken a road trip to Canada. We'll get into that once we get into the, the episode a little bit. Um, but, uh, do we, do we have anybody special today, Steve, to join you know, us on this road trip? Yeah. And it's not that homeless guy asking for ice cream. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, uh, wanted to bring on a guest today because, you know, going on road trips is fun and what's more fun than bringing other people along. So I was on, uh, my podcasting platforms and I saw a new Simpsons podcast pop up, not relatively new, but newish to me because all my algorithms like giving me cool things and i found this show called the doe show and a lot of cool not necessarily simpsons related stuff but kind of simpson adjacent stuff really caught my eye and i started listening and it's awesome so i reached out and was like hey would you like to be on a podcast about the simpsons and talk about the simpsons more and so i talked to johnny p and was like hey johnny p come on to the show what episode do you like what's your favorite and he's like, I want to go on a road trip with you guys. So we invited him <laughs> on to Bart on the Road. So yes. let's welcome to the show, Johnny P from The Dojo. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm very excited to be here. Absolutely. We're excited, we're excited to have you here. Yeah, you got your fake this driver's is... license, right? Yeah, I got my fake driver's <laughs> license. I have my uh, my IDs from other states. I actually have a good one from uh, Wisconsin. Ooh. Oh, cool. And then also, I want to tell you guys, this is definitely the earliest I've ever recorded. So I'm actually not. Half in the bag drunk. This is awesome. fantastic. <laughs> no, the Sundays we usually record early during the week. We end up recording late at night just because I got a kid, put him to bed and gotcha, record gotcha. Late my, at night, my work so. hours are weird. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, we so. record Monday afternoon because half of my team isn't well, more than half three, three, two thirds of my team is in California. So oh, okay. yeah. oh, it makes it a bastards. little difficult, but it's, yeah. it, it works out. It works out just fine. Do you ever oh, yeah. do you ever send them? Do you ever send them the uh, screenshot of the temperature and that it's like fifteen degrees out? And they're like, "What the fuck?" And uh, or they complain that it's cold when it's sixteen, oh, and oh, you're like, "Look time. at look, it's negative thirty here. What are you thinking?" Yeah. It's cold. So usually I'll send it to I'll send them a picture when it's like a, a blizzard, and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, it's a little chilly here. It's like 68, 69. <laughs> oh, I'm like, "You yeah. son of a." Yeah. But then sometimes because the weather's been so crazy in the Midwest uh, and I mean everywhere, but sometimes I'll send them like, hey, it's actually pretty nice out. And they'll be like, how, how is it warmer in Illinois than it is in California right now? And they're in Southern California, too. Oh, okay. It's 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 wild. Yeah, they're like right outside of L.A. One's a really hippie surfer dude. And the other one is kind of homeless, like the guy that eats ice cream in the car with Bart. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He didn't think he was re rehabilitated, but they definitely needed the extra bed. Yeah, perfect. All right, so uh, one question we always like to ask our guests. Um, what 
brought you into the Simpsons? So I, was it, you know, when you were young, you know, early nineties, when it first aired, was it something you jumped on, you know, 10 seasons in what brought you into the Simpsons world? So I am, I just turned 31. So I was born okay. in 1992. So I definitely didn't start with the show. <laughs> um, so in our family, we didn't really have like when cable was just coming out, we didn't really have good cable. We had like yeah. channels three, seven, 12, nine. And then if you pointed the antenna south, you could yeah. get like 15, 17. Yeah. So <clears throat> I didn't watch them like as they aired. And I don't really remember ever being young and sitting down and having any concept of time. Like, oh, it's it's Thursday at nine. We have to sit down and watch blah, blah, blah. It's more just <laughs> like you sit down, you turn on the TV. Hey, this is on. I like this. Uh, I got most of my Simpsons from syndication. Okay. And then yep. also in middle school my uh one of my co-hosts from the do show ryan he was a huge simpsons fan he had all the simpsons memorabilia and he i have the bart's guide on life because he gave it to me oh nice uh, oh, cool. and he had the whole shebang bang of simpsons seasons so as we got older and you know winter time you're looking for something to do inside we would just post up in his bedroom watch every episode of the simpsons just keep recycling through nice. them going through them in order i think like one through I think he had up to, I think he had all the DVDs that only goes up to what 12 or 13 something like yep. that. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. Disney was like, "You know what? We're not no one's buying discs anymore. We're just going to stop making them." You know, it, it was whatever <laughs> season that was where instead of doing the box, they did the Simpsons family face. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. And after that, everyone threw their hands in the air. They're like, "Well, my collection's ruined." <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I did see online speaking of the DVDs that Disney should do is they should put something in so you can listen to the commentary. Oh. Because that's the only thing you get out of the DVDs besides for extra content that you can't find anywhere else is the commentary. And it's great yeah. for stuff like this. It yeah. is. And I kind of wonder how much commentary they're doing these days without discs being released. True. Like, yeah, they probably don't. They probably don't yeah. if there's no use for it. But I'd love to hear it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Especially with the new writers, the new staff, you know, a lot of the new content creators for The Simpsons. Yeah. I mean, are you still watching it like through these seasons? Uh, or did you give up radically <laughs> i don't keep it well I, okay so i gave up and then i started listening back on i li i started listening to a couple different simpsons podcasts that go through all the newer episodes and i started listening just out of curiosity and then i heard i watched one from season 32 and i was like "Ooh, hey compared to the 20s this is actually not that bad <laughs> yes compared yeah, to the yeah, yeah. compared oh, to this 20s geez. the season 20s it's not that bad no yeah. no no um, in season 33 right now is actually really good the first chunk of episodes for season 33 were really good and i think that kicked off 32 mm -hmm. there was there was a specific episode with homer and marge it was homer and marge centric they go kind of camping in the middle of the woods yes i know what you're talking about and yeah. that episode kind of reinvigorated season 32 because the first like 10 were really garbage they weren't they weren't that great and that episode kind of triggered the rest of the season to be really good and then season 33, like I watched episode one and episode two. And I'm like, they must have fired every writer from season 32 and started <laughs> over because these are great. So, yeah, I think so. I don't want to put any shade on the man's name, but I know within some time recently, Al Jean stopped being the showrunner, I yes. think. Uh, yeah, so that yeah. might have something to do with it. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Uh, those, I mean, those, the original guys are great. We had Mike Reese on for an episode. got to talk to what? him. Yeah. yeah Go check it out. get a was... hold of people like that. Twitter. Yep. No, Twitter. <laughs> I mean, I just, yeah. So, <laughs> so awesome. I've been, so I've been talking with Josh Weinstein, Wes Archer. Um, still haven't gotten any of the voice actors yet, but, uh, 
Um, yeah, Twitter, they, they, they will talk back. I mean, I think they're just old and bored and looking to talk about <laughs> Simpsons. So. But no, check That's it awesome. out. The Michael Jackson episode. We talked to Mike Reese and yeah. did, oh, a, did an what interview with him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and we also wanted to have, like, when we have on Simpson guests or I reach out for Simpson guests, it's for a specific reason. And that was because Michael Jackson episode was banned. Yeah, like, totally. It, it, was it was completely removed. Completely yep. removed from history. And I'm like, you know what? I need a Simpsons personality for for that episode i need to find out why their feelings what they thought mm-hmm. about the episode yeah yeah, yeah. so all right one so, thing i don't like yeah. about that sorry uh the one thing i don't like about that is that they didn't they changed all the episode numbers so you yep. go to season yes three episode one it's throws off the whole thing yes it does yep. we actually we actually had to go to uh half price books i called around to a couple half price books and found a season three dvd uh three season three dvd box set because wow. I didn't have it, and yeah. that's the only way. You, and, and I have tapes upon VHS tapes <laughs> yes, he of, does. Simpson, of Simpson episodes. And for whatever reason, I didn't even record that one back in the day. So, and I still have a VCR. So if I had recorded it, I'd be able to watch it in its original airing. But, uh, but no. So, other question I have for you is: Why did you guys decide to start a Simpsons? I guess adjacent podcast. Is that what you would kind of call it? It's uh we call it a Simpsons ish podcast. Yes. Uh, okay. because, the yes. Yeah. We, we love the Simpsons, but sometimes we just want to fucking ramble about some bullshit. And yeah. usually it's like Simpsons adjacent, but yeah, uh, kind of all started. We're all like super creatives We're I'm not an artist, like hand draw artist, but they okay. are. And like, we're musicians and oh, cool. actors, comedians, all this kind of stuff. And it just came like to be a lull that none of us were doing anything and we wanted to have something <laughs> like that we could create something we could do something we could chew on with our brains so we started originally started with me Alex and my friend Mike and then he had scheduling debacles so I got Ryan to hop in cuz his schedule opened up and um yeah that pretty much started with that we were originally going to call it um cuz we didn't know that it was pronounced uh, graining we thought it was uh, groaning yeah so we were going to call the podcast Gro- groaning through life and we were going to do all oh. the shows but then we found out that it's pronounced that way, and we we're like, well, there goes that idea. And yeah. Then, yeah, the, the dough show came up. Okay. Well, that's no, a good no. name. It's a good name. It's a good Thank name. You. Yeah, we, uh, yeah when, when we wanted to start, we were like, you know what? I've listened to a few Simpsons podcasts, and a lot of them, it's funny. And I wanted to be better than all those other Simpsons podcasts <laughs> out there, because a lot of them were like, oh, once they got to season like 15, everyone started bashing stuff, or a lot of these like episodic podcasts like stopped after like a hundred episodes like and or they not didn't necessarily stop they were like used to be weekly and then they were like bi-weekly and then monthly like, and like every seven months every yeah. two years yeah and i'm like you know yeah. what i don't want to do that stuff i don't want to do it i want to go through all 700 plus whatever they get to i want to do them all weekly <laughs> and we record them you know we record like eight weeks in advance so this episode nice. won't air for probably two months but we record because they, they're not time Pacific. Like you don't yeah. have to, you know, yeah, you they're know, evergreen, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, so we can record two months of episodes in advance and then go on a little hiatus like the Simpsons do during the summer. And, yeah. and, nice. uh, you know, I think, I think it'll work out. I, and everyone's kind of jumping on the bandwagon. We're getting more and more followers every day. Um, I don't know if we had anything to do with it, but another, <laughs> uh, another, a uh, group of people decided to start a Simpson podcast just like ours, starting with season one, episode one, called the Pod Pod Pals, like the Pin Pals. Yeah, and oh, I, I saw me- that. Yeah, and I messaged him, and I'm like, "Good luck. It's a lot of work. <laughs> Hopefully, you guys can make it. Yeah, um, I'll see if we can get them on for an episode." But 
I was like, I was like, I wonder if they heard one of our episodes and was like, maybe we could do it better than these guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's because it's it's weird. You don't see it happening all too often anymore. I mean, you see a lot of new shows like Last of Us or people are doing The Office. People are doing other shows. Simpsons is just so oh, yeah. old yeah. at this point that I don't think anyone really is. Is well, doing it. well, I'm flattered that another uh, uh, another group of people decided also take on what we we've decided to take on. I'm, I'm flattered because um, yeah. you know you know like it's like in sports everybody copies one another. So you know that's that's yep. usually like a form of you know flattery. Like somebody like a team is doing it really good, so other teams like oh they're doing it like this. We're just going to copy it and <laughs> make a little tweak to it here and there. So I'm assuming yep. I'm hoping that's what they they do is make tweaks to what we've done. Hopefully yeah. they don't make it better than ours because I'm kind of a competitive person. <laughs> yeah, like, so yeah, you know, good luck. But... but hopefully you don't do better than us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So uh, Robert, why don't we why don't we kick off this road trip? All right, let's kick it off. So uh, this week we're doing season seven, episode twenty, Bart on the Road, which is I guess it's the ace. Is it the ace storyline this week? Yeah, Bart kind on the Road. Of... I would. Yep. Yep, this is the this is the A. Okay. Uh so this aired March 31st, 1996. Our Disney Plus recap. Uh while at the DMV, Bart creates a fake driver's license and drives to Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah, um, two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. They've gotten it really on the nose. I like yeah. it. I, I'm I'm a little disappointed they didn't put the B story in the recap, but you know that's fine. I do love the B story in this one too. Um, yeah, yeah it's a great B story. I've never been story. to Knoxville, but I have been in Asheville, so we'll talk about that. Um, chalkboard uh, gag this week once again, back half of uh, season, so they didn't do one. Uh, our couch gag, which is a repeat, of course, um, is the uh, bowling lane clear removes snowball two from the couch as an automatic pin setter positions a family on the couch. And this is a repeat from mother Simpson. I yeah. actually have a quick question about yeah. that. I tried to look it up earlier, but not the couch gag, but the chalkboard gag. So yeah, this is yes. the 30th episode with no chalkboard gag. Okay. Um, and, and this falls in the middle of a 14 non couch gag run yes. of this chalk, season. Chalk, chalkboard. It, Chalkboard, yeah. Yeah. chalkboard, sorry. What did I say? Couch board? Couch, yeah. Oh, okay. couch uh, board. So oh, I've done that a lot. I've always yeah, said couch board. Yeah. So do you guys have any idea why they do like these so, big runs with no couch gags? So or chalkboards. The, Jeez. You're fine. Yeah, so here's... So that was a question we asked uh, Mike Reese, and a lot of it came... Well, it, it ended up ending, but what they wanted to do is, is they wanted to break it up in a, in a way where when people watch the opening credits... They didn't see, oh, this is a repeat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh. if, because they obviously, the, the bigger thing was, can they create 20 to 26 different one of these every single episode? Well, the yeah. problem was, is they repeated the chalkboard, they repeated the couch, and everyone was like, oh, this is a repeat before they even got to the oh, beginning yeah. of the episode. So they turned it off. So what they did was, is they took away the chalkboard, kept the couch. So that way, when people saw it, they're like, oh, this isn't a repeat. Yeah. Uh, a, okay, it, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Even though, even even though they were like, well, I think that it was more for syn. Honestly, I think it was more for syndication than anything else. Yeah, it seems like it. Because for new episodes, you'll know it's new on Thursday or Sunday. Like, yeah. it's literally well, as long as long as they do a good job of marketing that it's yes. new. <laughs> yeah. Because I've but, definitely, I've definitely like, oh, I'm so excited for a new episode of blah 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 show, and then it's a repeat. I'm like, well, I thought it was new this week. Yep. So it's. I think it was more built for syndication. So if people are watching it syndicated, they they can know that 
oh, I've, I haven't seen this episode. This is a repeat. Yeah. Totally. Makes total sense. I'm glad I asked. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so this week, uh, we start at the elementary school where Principal Skinner has uh, airline tickets. They're, they're about to go on spring break. It's that yeah. time of year in uh, the town of Springfield, and people want to get out of town. Who doesn't yep. want to get out of town for spring break? Oh, so, yeah. I mean, he, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't want to get out of Springfield, the town that literally has everything to offer? Beaches, cityscapes, <laughs> deserts. <laughs> Mountains. Yeah. Mountains. I mean, water parks, theme parks. <laughs> it's a yeah. national a forest. A casino. <laughs> a casino <laughs> too. I think. I don't know. Yep, they got it all. But he got tickets from a, a airline called Sky Amera Westica. <laughs> <laughs> Just a mashup. What is, what is Sky? So yeah. So this is actually a parody of the airline America West Airlines. Where did they the Sky just, come from? They just. I don't know. They built it. And merged it all together. I don't isn't exactly a, know. Isn't there a Sky West Airlines as well? That I don't so. know. Or a Southwest? I was thinking of like, what Southwest. would be the mashup now. Because now it would be like West Delta Amera flight or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, I love when they do little mashups of uh, of things as a parody because yeah. there's so many of them. But in the 90s, I know that like a lot of air- airlines weren't like... There weren't a lot of huge airlines like there are now. Now this seems like there's like airlines for everything. Yes. Yeah. But uh, we see uh, that the return address um, for these tickets is 1400 Airway Court in Springfield, USA. So Sky Amero Westica (laughs) is uh, located in Springfield. It's kind of like that's that's their hub city for it. Yeah. But they don't they don't name a state. No, they don't. Jerks. Oh, of course not. Oh, my goodness. I've gotten so many Facebook arguments about people who are like, oh, it's in this state. We've made so much outside. It's in this state. We, we've definitely tried to pin down where yeah, Springfield Liz- is, but uh, obviously because it's the Simpsons, they, they move it around. Um, I do yeah. know there is a, a YouTube series that I watch where they pinned it to or uh, uh, a city in Oregon and I'm like yeah they, yeah they could be there but they're not that's just because that's just because Matt Groening said one time that the idea was based off a place in Oregon because that's where he grew up but it's not it's yeah. the whole joke is that Springfield <laughs> is in middle America yeah, yeah, and yeah. it is in no state yeah. but yeah it's, it's it's less funny to argue about it oh, than yeah. it is to watch the jokes about it on the show right. <laughs> yeah so uh, we we find out Skinner's going to Hong Kong for spring break. Yeah, and Ooh, in the background, good time. Yep. By the way, time. the uh, the uh, address of this uh, elementary school is 19 Plimpton Street, Springfield, USA. Because oh. he had his tickets sent to the elementary school. I wonder if that was a I don't know Plimpton Compton. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he had the tickets sent to the school, so his mom. Oh, his mom know. would know that he's going to yeah. Hong Kong. Yeah. But what would she think if he disappeared for a week? Would she think he's dead or something? Or maybe she'd be ha- happy that he's out of the house. Yes. <laughs> I think, well, that way she can uh, hook up with uh, Chalmers some more. Yeah. Gr- gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did have their first date when uh, Krusty uh, committed suicide. So yeah, I faked his maybe- death. He faked, yeah, faked his death. So I, I think that's still going on. I feel like, I feel like uh, Agnes and uh, Chalmers are still having their fling. 
I feel uh, like Agnes has some gentleman callers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So in the background, we see a calendar that shows when spring break is, and it runs April 15th through April 19th, which I thought was kind of late. I mean, I guess Easter always changes, and spring break's yeah. always around Easter, so... That might be pretty accurate. It, I guess it's I possible. It's possible they had a later spring break. I think our spring breaks growing up were like I don't know the second week of April. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. College, it was March. College yes. was always March for spring break. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. April's a good month. April's a good month. Yes. Um. So he looks at his tickets and notices they got something wrong. So he calls the airline to, and introduces himself. As Principal Seymour Skinner. <laughs> Why? I mean, maybe he's just so used to it. <laughs> well, they even Isn't like... That what, that's what the letter is addressed to, right? Yeah, Principal, Principal yes. Seymour Skinner. Yeah, yeah. So he uses the the, the his title like doctor? Is yes. that what he's doing? I think that's what he's doing. He just wants to let people know. I'm going to walk <laughs> in. very I'm, hard for this. Yes. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to walk into places. Hi, I'm Operations Manager Steven Sklansky. Why do I want to know that? Yeah. And where are you because operations manager for? Doesn't matter. Who's he the principal of? It doesn't matter. Oh, God. Uh, Hello, just... I'm General Laborer Jonathan. Hello, nice to meet you. I do love the fact, too. I think we should all start doing that. I think we should all just go out of the world and start doing that. I do love I mean, the yeah. fact, too, that when the airline employee takes the call, she um, calls him principal, too. She's like, oh, principal, what can I do for you? Oh, of course. Like, no, that's not, that's not his first, like, she says it like that's his first name. Yeah. <laughs> be really difficult if you didn't have a job. Hi, I'm unemployed Johnny. Nice to meet yes. you. <laughs> I uh, hail from Yarborough. That should be, that should be the new thing. I think we should start this trend. Oh my God. Like, like, we should just start this trend on the internet and see if it goes places. Hi, I'm technical media specialist Robert. Because <laughs> yeah. that is my Hi, title. I'm a driver. I'm a technical media specialist. Yeah. So uh, the problems with his tickets are he asked for a center seat, not an aisle, which God only knows why you'd want that. I, I think this, the, this is that? the joke. Who specifies? Well, yeah, yeah this that's is the, the joke. Definitely the joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he specifically <laughs> asked not to have the kosher meal. Which, which is that offensive? I, I is that offensive? I mean, we are we're both he didn't Jewish. Say, he didn't say steak. He didn't say chicken. He said not kosher. Yeah. Well, technically, I want that pork. Well, he wanted the pork. Clearly. Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> have the pork. Yep. And he booked to leave on Saturday morning, not Friday morning. Okay, that's a legitimate gripe. Yes, that's the yes, that's a legitimate. That's one. that's the gripe. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so the airline worker updated his flight and says uh, a day advance booking will cost seven thousand eight hundred and thirty dollars. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. I mean, back then. Back then, it sounded like a lot of money, but like today, you'd be like, ah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, airline tickets are expensive as normal, but at least most airlines, they have, I think, it, what is it, a 48-hour like cancellation or changing policy? Well, I know because of the pandemic, my friends and I were supposed to go to a trip to California and, and Vegas, and uh, everything got shut down a week before our trip, and so we went through Spirit. I would like to clarify, I did not book the tickets, but we didn't have too many problems with Spirit. Um, they basically allowed us, because it was the pandemic, to, you know, use the tickets at a different date. Like, at, like all the places we were going, like, because we went to Disney, uh, we got a rental car, all this. We were able to cancel the rental car, I think, for free. Our Disney tickets, Disney was like, oh, yeah, you could just use it anytime you want now. 
because they were shut. I mean, everybody was shut down for like almost a year. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but we didn't have to pay, you know, $7,800 to (laughs) reschedule everything, basically. Gee, I'm Chrysler. I can't afford that. <laughs> Such a Skinner line. Yeah, Such yeah. a Skinner line. Yeah. Uh, so so Skinner wonders if he can shut down the school a day early just so he could go on his vacation. Or, or yes, because I? that is totally totally up to the principal to do such a thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Go to work with your parents' day. Tomorrow you will learn by doing and apply <laughs> your knowledge of fractions and gym to real world situations. <laughs> I love it cuz we always are like I love it. We were always as kids growing up in school, we were always like, when are we ever going to use this in real life? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Especially math. Well, harder math. Anything past like algebra. I don't know what order you guys did math in, but like, when did you use trigonometry? Never. 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 I use basic. I I don't even use basic algebra at work. I use basic math. Like, I get as high as basic algebra. (laughs) I mean, I guess unless you're like a physicist, I mean, that's really about it. Or I guess architecture. Yeah. Like well, if you're, if you're an, an engineer. engineer. Yeah. 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 But also like you probably get a lot of that training on the job, I'd imagine. Yeah, probably. I know. They're like, hey, hey, you remember that class you took in high school? You're going to need it. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. <laughs> uh, and uh, I like how, you know, Skinner, you know, tells himself to, you know, think in the next scene, you know, Bart, re- you know, reads a note about going to work with your parents like go to work with your parents day yes go to work with your parents day like he heard but we've seen this before where like apparently the kids can hear or skinner Skinner can hear the kids through the pa system yeah you know that is definitely a running gag but i think it is possible because i remember in school they would be able to call into one room and then you'd be able to talk back i don't know if you could do it like that seems like yeah i mean this was like old school like old school school it was an old school school Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Now I think they just use phones or holograms. I don't know what they use. I, I haven't been in school in uh, going on 18 years. So, well, high school anyways, 18 yeah. years. So I, I have no idea. Yep. So the next day, Bart uh, stays home with Marge because, I mean, he's got to pick a parent, right? And, yeah. Uh, Marge, Marge works from home. Mar- Marge works from home. And Lisa doesn't understand. She's like, why does Bart get to stay home with you? Uh, because Bart says it's because she's always been an advocate for women in the workplace. <laughs> and he can't help if Marge works from home. And that their workplace... The workplace contains their TV. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I, I would like, totally pull that. I also yeah. like how he's just pouring milk right into the cereal box and eating it out of there, yeah. which I think Homer has done before. Yep. Now, now to be fair, they, those little, like, the, the self-serve ones, the ones you get in, like, hotels and everything. Oh, yeah. Buy, they're made for it, right? They're made for it. You literally split yeah. the box down the middle and pour it. So maybe Bart just thought, well, this is just a bigger version of one of those. <laughs> I hope he got the toy out first. Yeah, right. Oh, the jagged-edged uh, Crustio? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or he's like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'll save it for later. Rolls up the box with the bag in it, throws it in the fridge. <laughs> God. Yeah, but all your cereal will get soggy. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be the worst. Ooh. So, so did did any of you guys have a go to work with your parents day like from school? Like I've been to work with my parents just after school when we got to hang out at my parents' work. I don't think I've ever had to do it. No, with, I with school. I I only remember like career day where the parents would come in and talk about their jobs. I don't ever remember 
going with either of our parents as a go to work with your parents day. Yeah. See, I never had any sort of career day back in school where like my dad came in and talked about his job. But I definitely remember bring your kid to work day because my dad, he was a locksmith on the north side of Chicago. So I went into work with him. And then I don't know if this was actually how his day panned out or if he was just like, hey, my kid's coming into work. Let's set up some cool jobs. He had to go do a job at an arcade. (laughs) So I just got to play like arcade games for like two hours. And then after that, he was like, "Okay, so we're in Chicago. He's like, where do you want to have lunch? And I'm a little kid. So I'm like, McDonald's. And he's like, out of every place in Chicago, I was like, I went McDonald's. (laughs) But yeah, I, I remember doing that at least two times. And then after that, I mean, I used to go to work with my dad all the time on the weekends for like side jobs and just help him out. But oh, cool. yeah. yeah, I actually did have that experience. It was definitely fun. That's cool. Yeah, our dad was uh, the vice president of a liquor distributor. So I got to go to bars Ooh. as a as a five to 15 year old and <laughs> nice. get, you know, so I, I, were, I mean, I guess we all grew up in the Midwest. So yeah, I mean, we, we learned that yeah, yeah, alcoholism yeah. was you know, lots of fun. <laughs> I, but I, I never any, got the bar I have, experience. I have, an, I have an excuse because my dad brought me to bars. <laughs> yeah, I, I never. What is? I what never is got the bar experience. I got to go to uh, liquor stores with our father. <laughs> That's fit. What distributor? Uh, mid- what, like company? What was it? Midwest. What I don't was remember it the name. God, it, it was our grandfather's business. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, God, I always, I, uh... <laughs> it's been so many years <laughs> since they sold it. Yeah, it's been 30 years since they sold that company. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was just saying, I always, uh, whenever I see a Pabst Blue Ribbon distributor, I was trying to schmooze them and get free uh, swag. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, oh, we, got, have, we got tons oh, of tons free swag. Of swag. I, I can imagine. You've got boxes of uh, coasters. Uh, I don't, <laughs> coasters, lighters. Dude, I, got a, I got a Southern Comfort Moose. Like, I got what? A, oh, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. our uh, grandfather distributed for uh, Southern Comfort, Malibu, and I believe Jim Beam. Yeah, oh, and, nice. the three and, biggest ones. and Canadian Club whiskey. I have a I have a full set of Canadian Club whiskey golf clubs. What? Yeah, those are probably those are probably valuable. You sell those up in Toronto or Winnipeg? <laughs> <laughs> You'll make a, a pretty uh, what do they call them? Loonies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's better. Did uh, dollary dues or uh, the loony? <laughs> Uh, I think dollar reduce takes the cake for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. So so Marge says she's honored by Bart and steps in front of him to tell Lisa uh, that she'll have a nice time with Homer because according to Marge, Lisa's been interested in nuclear power for years. <laughs> um, uh, but Lisa, you know, tells her, uh, "No, Mom, I've signed numerous petitions to shut down that plant." <laughs> so I well, guess she's, she's interested. Interested in shutting it down. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's actively working to take down her own family. Yeah, yeah I guess she is. <laughs> uh, and Bart interrupts Marge because she's blocking the TV. And he's like, well, if you need something to do here, fill out my form for t- take your kid to work day. Yeah. Did, you, did your dad have to fill out a form when he when he did that for you guys for school? Mm, not that I remember, but. I okay. also, like I said, when I was little, I had no concept of time or what was yeah. going on. I should have been medicated a lot earlier in life. <laughs> uh, so uh, Marge reads the form, and uh, the first thing she has to fill out is her occupation, except Principal Skinner has written on there that homemaker is not accepted because it's not real work and you don't get paid for it. Okay, you might not get paid for it, but stay-at-home parents, they do a lot of stuff. That they probably should be getting paid for. Like, <laughs> oh, our yeah, parents, absolutely. Our parents weren't stay at home, but I have a friend um, 
who she's a stay-at-home mom because her husband makes uh, great money at the job he does, but they have three kids. You're telling me that's not a real job to take care of three children and keeping them alive? I, also, I, I can just... Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I can just imagine, like, you know, you're sitting there when this episode comes out, you're sitting around the television with your family, your mom is sitting there, I don't know, knitting something, yeah. and then it's just like, homemaker's not a real job, and then the just... <laughs> <laughs> the march grunt yeah yeah <laughs> uh so you know uh and so lisa ch- suggests that bart should take her spot because according to skinner M- march doesn't have a real job and march is like no because bart really wanted to see women in the workplace and so lisa's <laughs> like well how about patty and Selma at the dmv <laughs> and Bart's like freaking out. He's like, "No, I don't want to go see our my crazy aunts." And Bart's like, "Oh, that's a great idea, idea, Lisa." And Lisa just has that like sly <laughs> grin on her face, like, "Ha I got you, Bart." That's great. Yep. That's great. I love that. So and you were saying uh, earlier, you were saying something about continuity. I don't know if we were recording when you said that, but um, Patty and Selma—they seem like they're doing pretty good for what happened in the last episode. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah, we did mention that last episode about you know. Selma. Selma, we thought, okay, so that was the thing we thought last episode. We were like, did Selma keep her job at the DMV? Did she retire to be with Troy McLure? And then now she got the job back. We were kind of, I mean, I guess there's, I mean, as a, you know, celebrity's wife or sham wife, <laughs> um, do you, do you really have to quit? I don't, I don't know a lot of celebrity why I know a lot of like reading, you know, news and stuff online. Most celebrity wives still work. They have their own. Yeah jobs it's not like you know because they're not in the limelight they're not you know I mean, don't get me wrong there are like some celebrity couples where they're both actors and they both too. act in, yeah. in movies so yeah or maybe selma just took like a leave of absence to be with yeah. troy for maybe a couple months yeah and yeah because then... you think about it, you go on like a honeymoon you take time off of work for that yeah. yep uh w- one thing i was gonna say in the production order after a fish called selma it was um uh, what is it? The day the violence died. So technically in the production order, there was an episode in between these. So I don't know if that maybe changed it a little bit. Cause that, uh, the day of the, vi- well, I don't think so. Cause the day of violence died was the, the itchy and scratchy episode where they took it off the air for a little bit. Yeah. So I don't oh, think, okay. I don't think Selma and Patty were in that episode. Oh, okay. So yep. maybe that was the reset for Selma to go back to, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, you know, Bart goes to the DMV to observe his aunts, and we see this, there's a huge crowd waiting, yep. and Patty's like, some days, we don't let the line move at all. Someone's like, we call those weekdays. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You know, I, I think I was telling Steven in our last episode, I've never really had a long, long wait at the DMV. I think the longest stuff ever wait is like 45 minutes. That's a long wait to me. That is a pretty long wait. I don't think I've ever... Well, when I got my driving test, I think it was over an hour. Um, But that was because it's like everyone got their driving test because everyone had just finished like uh, driving school at the DMV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but I've really never had a horrible experience at the DMV. Like waiting, having the people up front make you wait. Oh, I hate hate our DMV because they... I don't know how it works, but they have like their number letter system where it's like... B two hundred four and F three hundred seven, and I'm like, what do these letters and numbers mean? Why don't they go in order? I think it's literally to make because you're like, oh, I'm next. Wait, it's a different letter. It's a completely different number. Why am I not next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because it's the DMV and it's hell. 
Yes, exactly. Like one of the lines is used in Roman numerals and you're just throwing everyone off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, Bart lets out, let out, lets out a sigh and he's like, man, at least I'm not stuck in the cracker factory like Millhouse. And so guess what? We cut to Millhouse having the time of his life. He's we like to Millhouse to have a great time at a cracker factory. Yeah. Yep. And so uh, Kurt tells Millhouse uh, if he asks Millhouse if he's ever wondered how crackers get salted. And Mil- <laughs> Millhouse like excitedly puts on goggles and a lab coat and they go into the salting room and the salting room is just a pile of salt. And there's a guy in a dog sled, you know, Pulling whipping, whipping some yeah. dogs and driving around. I, I guess are, are the crackers connected to like the dogs? Or maybe uh, the, the crackers are the sled. Cause I think uh, he says crackers ho. And he's he like whipping the dogs. Crackers, so, yeah. yeah. So maybe the sled is made out of crackers and uh, that's how they get salted. Maybe. And then Millhouse <laughs> asks how the, uh, how they make the crackers, uh, with the peanut butter already inside. So like the dude, I love peanut butter cracker cookies. Oh, those are the fantastic. best. Those are fantastic. And Kirk. So Kirk hands Millhouse a hard hat and like pulls a lever and opens like this secret door with poles inside. And so they slide down. It's like the Wonka factory. Except yeah, not as creepy. Especially with the lab coats. Yeah it's, yeah. yeah. it's not as creepy. It's not as creepy, but it's also not as fun because there's no candy and it's just crackers. Like you can't have your fill on saltines. That's true. Uh, well, you could. You just get really you thirsty. <laughs> really full, really thirsty. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so now we cut to Lisa hanging out with Homer at the plant, and they're just sitting there in silence. And Homer eats a donut, and Homer's this like, is "Great, yeah, donut." Lisa's like, "No <laughs> thanks. Do you have any fruit?" And Homer's like, "This has purple stuff inside. Purple's purple a fruit." fruit. God, <laughs> like, but here's the thing: I like to point out that the donut Homer is eating is not a filled donut. No, it's not. But I don't care. <laughs> I love using. Oh, I dude, I use red as a fruit. Purple's a fruit. Yeah. Do you say that to your kid? Yes, all the time. No, I'm gonna confuse him. Greatest line. I I love love purple's a fruit. Yeah. But there isn't I feel like there is an episode where Homer is eating a donut with purple filling. There is there is another episode that I think he uses the same line in the future. That would make sense, yeah. yeah and I feel like summer. if this was in the HD era, then the donut probably would have had purple in it. But the animators are like, eh. <laughs> too much work. <laughs> Way yeah. too much like, work. We're hand-drawn all of the the main scenes and then sending the rest to, was it Korea? Korea, think, yeah. yeah sent, Korea. To do the in-betweens. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, eh, just, yeah. it's fine. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so Homer shows Lisa a map of all the nuclear sites around the country. And uh, so, you know, there's light bulbs to indicate, you know, where all of the plants are um and as safety inspector homer is responsible for changing most of the light bulbs um i don't think that's well it is probably part of his job uh but uh i don't think it's his main part i think his main part is you know to make sure everything safety yeah as in his title um and lisa asks why so many light bulbs are burnt out and homer's like they won't hire an assistant (laughs) to change the light bulbs they're a little tiny doesn't take that long well, I mean, they're tiny light bulbs, Steve. I know. How gotta... many homers does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> a lot. I think I think that uh, that question will be answered later in the episode. It will. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, and so now we cut to Martin with his dad. Uh, his dad works at the stock market, and Martin's like, uh, his dad gives him ten dollars. He's like, here, go invest in uh, the futures market. And Martin runs on the floor. And he's like, soy, soy. 
Yep. He's so excited. Soy. <laughs> yep. Soy. And, and then everyone else joins in, and Martin's dad informs him that he's up $1 million. And then an alarm goes off, and Martin Daz informs him that he's lost all but $600 because he got greedy. How did he get greedy, though? He didn't really get greedy. He just bought $10 worth of soy. And he he got greedy because he waited too long. He, oh, he held on oh, to it for too long. too long. If you do the stock market, okay. you wait four seconds, and you're, you're done. Man, yeah. I will never understand <laughs> how the stock market works. it's gone. I mean, yeah, I yeah, understand how the stock market works, but I don't understand how it works. I don't know. But my, people are always like, oh, you're going you're gonna to do this stock? Everyone says it's going to go up. I was like, man, let me know when you make a million, and then I'll just bomb off of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, And I mean, then it's guess a, what? No it, one ever comes back with a million. No. Well, no. the stock market is just basically gambling for rich people. Yeah, I mean, I learned about I learned about futures in in school because I had an economics major, and I really still didn't understand it. <laughs> like, I mean, it's uh, and we had to do. I mean, seriously, one of our projects was here's money, buy sell. You know, based on the year, it's kind of like the pumpkin futures from when Homer, you know, had the IOU with Patty oh, and Selma. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it it it's like. It's he should have sold before you know before Thanksgiving. Yes, I mean it's it's just knowing what's going on and you know as long as you're not insider trading, you're yes. good. Uh, yeah, but that's only at, that's only for the elites. Only yeah, they're allowed exactly. to do that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but back at the power plant, Homer uh, shoots Staples into a wastebasket because you know while Lisa watches, like that that's something to do. I mean <laughs> I, that'd be a fun game. It's kind of like throwing cards into a hat. See, if Homer was really actually good at his job, they'd actually be doing stuff and Lisa could follow him around. He could, yes. <laughs> and, you know, Homer apologizes to Lisa about his job being so boring. <laughs> Which can And uh, Lisa's just, you know, making work more fun and points out the hazmat suits on the wall. Which one of them, you know, has Homer's name on it, clearly. Except Burns was... still, Burn still won't remember his name. Yep, and uh, Homer doesn't know what the hazmat suits are for. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. You only work at a nuclear power plant, Homer. Yeah. And they're like within his view from his yes. desk that he sees them all day, every day. He's like, huh. And at least Homer wear the suits that pretend to be astronauts, which is which Homer knows how to do. Yeah, because he's because he's been an astronaut. I like to point out though that the two suits when they look at him on the wall are the same size. Yes, but when Lisa wears hers, it's clearly like her size. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's possible they went and found like a kid-sized one, but I highly or doubt maybe. they'd have one at the power plant. They're like those. Uh, they're like the future uh, jackets from uh, Back to the Future Part Two, where you press a button and it sizes up by the uh, person's size. Okay. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's the deleted scene from that episode. Exactly. Yes. When they hit hey. the button and it. <laughs> yep. Uh, so Lisa pushes Homer in a chair and they spin together, and Homer remarks that uh, what they are doing is a lot more fun with the second person. So has so Homer. Oh. Dad do. does know does know what these are for. I don't. No, he I, like them pushing uh, them around. Homer is having more fun instead of pushing uh, himself. So on it doesn't chair. necessarily mean that he's worn that worn Correct. the suit and pretended to be an. Yeah, I before. think it was more the chair sp- like spinning around in the chair. He's like oh, okay. a lot more fun with the second person instead of him just going. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> so then we cut back back to the DMV and Bart is sitting, you know, in a chair. Bored as Selma takes uh, driver's license photos of her Cletus, yeah. and Selma tells Cletus that she has to laminate his <laughs> license, and he'll receive it in two to three weeks. So, so I, I know here in Wisconsin when they they started doing new like updating the driver's license, they would. I mean, you still got it in the mail, 
but they would give you a paper version. Yep. So you'd get a free, you know, paper version, and then you get, like, a few days later, it would be in the mail. But again, this is the DMV. The whole joke is, yeah, we're awful at what we do. Well, no, but the the other thing is, so here in Minnesota, we actually wait for our driver's licenses in the mail. Uh, Same here. Yeah, in Illinois, same here. You you get a a a little paper paper one. one. You get a paper one, it's like black and white, and like, like... Depending on how old you are, a lot of people won't take it. Like, I had to get a new license when I was, like, 22, 23, and they're like, I'm sorry, we can't take that. I was like, I literally just got it from the DMV. Give me my beer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, places yeah. are supposed to accept accept that paper ID. Though. Oh, yeah, they're supposed to, but, you know, Yeah, but do. no, 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 in Minnesota, like, like she's like, oh, we have to laminate it and we'll get it. In Wisconsin, don't you get the, you get the license on the spot in Wisconsin? Right? No. Oh, did they change that? So, yeah, that's they how they used it. to do it. Yeah, they used, they, used to, to, they used to print them right on the spot. But now they oh. don't because of the special shit in the Oh, sure, now. sure, sure, yeah. sure. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this isn't out of the realm. Two to three weeks is pretty normal. Even uh, two I, to I, three I, weeks? No, that's... Like, 10 I mean, to 15 week. business days? During COVID, it was like two months to get your driver's well, license Well, that's COVID. Here. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. Two to three weeks isn't all too bad. But I love the fact you're like, I got to laminate it, and then we'll mail yeah. it to you. <laughs> like, that's that's the best. So I love I love Cleto's after after Selma's remark. He's like, "Hot damn! No more sitting in the dirt at the drive-in." <laughs> <laughs> um, I sure not that you know. Maybe his wife had a uh, Brandine had a car. She could have just yeah. driven, right? Well, they could have just driven the car and just not told anybody they didn't have a license. Yeah, exactly. Just don't get pulled over. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so Selma tells Bart that she left the machine that makes the driver's license on and tells him to turn it off. Because that's what you tell a 10-year-old. Yeah, especially Bart. Yeah. So, you know, Bart's about to turn it off when he decides to fake a driver's license. Because that's what Um, you do. That's what you do. I've never had a fake driver's license. I've never known anyone to make one for me. No. Um, I mean, I, I, in college... There was a bar that I played poker at. It didn't have a, like, a, you could just go there. And I played a lot of poker there um, in college. And I got to know the bouncer and manager and stuff really well. And then at night when it just kind of, you know, it was like, oh, come on in. They didn't card me because they knew who I was. It was never, like, a yes. big deal. Yeah. So I ended up drinking without it, you know, being 21 anyway, without a <laughs> fake ID. But because uh, no one ever questioned it. They just saw me there playing poker with literally a bunch of people that were probably older than me anyways. And, they just and so assume. they just assume. Yeah, they, so. they see you there. They see you there so often. They don't want to be the one person to walk up and be like, hey, can I see your ID? And he'd be like, I'm here all the time. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yep. Well, it's funny because so. uh, in college, uh, one of my friends and I would go bowling, obviously. Well, I wasn't 21 quite yet, but uh, my buddy had his Alaskan dri- his Alaska driver's license. And the bowling alley wouldn't sell him beer because they're like, oh, this could be a fake ID. Dude looks yep. like he's like 40. I mean, he was <laughs> he was like, he's a year or two older. Uh, he's a couple years older than I am. So he would have been like 23, 24. But he did not look like he was 23, 24. He looked like he was like 33, 34. Well, okay. Yeah. So when where you guys grew up, like in high school range, when you were about to be 21, did you guys have the kids that you went to high school with or from the area that were younger and the police would have them go into places and try and get liquor or beer no. underage 
So we had a kid that I went to high school with. He looked a lot older than he was. Uh, and he would work with the police and go in. And then he would, like, if they sold, they would the police would immediately go in, uh, give the person a ticket, and then give the store a ticket. Yeah. And then if it happened, like, three times, they get their liquor license taken away. Yeah. But, like, the ticket that goes to the person who sold it to him is, like, $2,500. Ooh. Jeez. Yeah. So, like, I could imagine the person at the bowling alley be like, come on, man, who's from Alaska? Really? Come on. <laughs> Alaska's <laughs> not a real state. <laughs> Well, look, man, Randall and Clerk sold a five-year-old kid cigarette, so, I mean... What? Yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. It's but, I mean, but isn't that entrapment? I mean, I no. guess maybe not. No, because but... it's part of your job to check IDs. Most places, they usually have a rule that you need to be checking people that look like they're 40 or younger or 35 years or younger. Yeah, but that's relative, man. I see yeah. I see uh girls out there that like look 16 but they're really like 25. So Yeah, but you should still be checking their IDs. That's part of the job. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm 31 and I haven't had my ID checked in ages. So obviously yeah. they're not really doing their job the way they're supposed to. <laughs> I mean, here in Wisconsin, like I the the usual bar I go to, they never obviously card me cuz they know me there. But here in, in Green Bay, they they do card a little bit more, especially when you're walking into clubs. Yeah. So uh, we see Bart's uh, license, and I don't know if this has any significance. I couldn't find anything, but his license number is B47UR89RE243. I, I feel like have, I feel like that should have meant something, but I couldn't find anything out there know. that that was a what significance. If you, what if you were to read it like this? This might not make any sense, but maybe it would. B four seven U eight nine R E two four. No, I was hoping it like sound like you're saying something. <laughs> yeah. Like B four B four seven U eight nine R E two four. I don't know. I thought it was gonna be like U R E dummy or something. Like yeah, that. I know. <laughs> See, that's what it's. Yes, that's what it should have been. That would have been great. Yeah, I don't know. Because especially since Bart made the driver's license. Correct. Uh, but uh, we see Bart's address. Address is correct. Seven forty two Evergreen Terrace, and it's in Springfield, USA. Uh, his fake birthday is 211 1970. Yep. Uh, he's male. His height is four feet. That's a little short. Thirty uh, six year old. <laughs> no, he's a midget. He's a I'm midget. Sorry, okay. sorry. There you little go. Person. Yeah. Little, little person. person. Yeah, yeah. And and it's on his license, so you can't like yeah. can't be like this is a fake. Well, it says he's four feet. So yeah. Uh, blue eyes, and he weighs eighty five pounds. So I love I love how Bart actually legitimized that portion of it. Yeah. Because I guess you kind of have to. I mean. Yeah. You know, you can't put I'm 200 pounds at four feet tall. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Six foot two. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, Bart looks at Bart's uh, Millhouse looks at Bart's new driver's license. Um, and he's like, 25 years old. You're not 25 years old. This idea is completely fake. <laughs> yes, you are right. Millhouse, it is a fake, which makes it a fake ID. <laughs> fake id cool so i'd like to point out that uh 96 minus 70 is 26 and not 25 
Um, actually, I would like to double point out that the, in, in the production order, it takes about nine months for the episode to be made. So technically, it would have been the year before, making him 25. You know, when, every, when anything weird happens, a wizard did it, okay? Yeah, a wizard, a wizard did it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, with that, it's like going from 25 to 26, they could have caught that in production like they a could. week before it aired and just had someone loop in the audio yeah. and it would have yeah. changed everything. But again, yeah. it's like they just shrugged their shoulders and like, eh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Cartoons don't have to be 100% accurate. Yes, they yes. do, dude. <laughs> uh, so Bart says this is their ticket to the best spring break of their lives. Eh, okay. It could have been. Could have been. Uh, so Bart buys tickets for him, Milhouse, and Nelson for the movie Naked Lunch, which is a rated R movie. <laughs> naked Lunch. Naked Lunch. Is that like so, Naked Gun? No, I was no, going to no. say, is that supposed to be a playoff of Naked Gun? No, no, no. So this is actually um, a ni- a real 1991 film called Naked Lunch, which is oh an God. adaptation <laughs> of William Burroughs' novel dealing with heroin addiction, homosexuality, and hallucinogenics. Oh, boy. Okay, so the joke after makes sense. Yes. Yes. yes <laughs> so while leaving the theater after viewing the film, Nelson, Nelson uh, remarks, I can think of at least two things wrong with that title. <laughs> they weren't eating lunch and they weren't naked. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yes. So, if you guys don't know, 1991 film. It was a real film they went to go see. Oh, it wasn't okay. anything made up. So Okay. Um, so, now the uh, boys actually try to do something legitimate with their fake ID and go to Moe's for beer. Yeah. Um, and I love how Mo also said, yeah, you don't look 25. <laughs> he should know who Bart is. Yeah, that's or, that's kind of weird that Moral <laughs> was like, because he's seen Bart before. Homer's brought Bart into the the bar. I know. It, the last is... name is the same. The address on the ID is the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now it also, been... wouldn't he... Re- wouldn't he recognize his voice from all the prank calls, too? Ex- yeah. Well, well no, no. No, because no, no, Mo no. doesn't know that it's Bart. Yeah, because remember, Bart goes to the, the bar the one time and starts, like, talking. And Mo's like, I've heard that voice before. <gasps> it's little Bart Simpson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he knows <laughs> okay, Bart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he knows. Yes, he knows Bart. I don't know. <laughs> but then again, it's the Simpsons. So, you know. Yeah. Yes. We got we got to make a joke. At yes. It's all for the joke. It's all, all for the, the joke. joke. So Mo apologizes to Bart for having to check his ID, but he has to do it for everyone. And Bart tells him he takes it as a compliment. Which, <laughs> Sure. sure. Yeah, I mean, I think women always do. They're like, oh, you think I'm young. Thanks. <laughs> no, it's because we have to check your ID. Um, yep. So Bart, you know, orders three beers uh, for him and the guys. And uh, we, we, we we see Barney and the Barflies. And Barney's like, oh, join the party. And he, he belches and he's disgusting. <laughs> and the kids, you know, to their credit, they're like, oh, uh, we don't want the beer anymore. It's, it's weird. of it. Yeah, I mean, of everyone, I feel like Nelson would have been the only one to take a drink at that point. But yeah. even Nelson was like, okay, I know my dad. Yeah, I know yeah. my well, mom. No, he doesn't know his dad. <laughs> no, he still knows <laughs> his dad. His dad has not walked out yet. Oh, it's true. That's uh, true. Well, I mean, it would would have been a funny joke if you, like, panned over from the bar flies and, like, Nelson's beer was already empty. But, like, the yeah. other guys, they push theirs aside. <laughs> yeah, was... a joke. Yeah. Uh, I think part of that, part, uh, I think part of the th- reason they might have done that is maybe a legal thing showing kids drinking beer, oh. even if it is just a cartoon. Oh, maybe. Probably, a good point. Might That's be a, a very good point. That, so. Yeah. I mean, uh, especially back then, there was the whole, like, reproduced uh, violence thing where, like, you couldn't put violence on the TV, like, 
uh, if it was able to be reproduced by kids. Yes. But that doesn't make sense because no, Homer would Looney choke Bart all the time. Looney Tunes. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, maybe. Uh, so they, you know, walk out of Moe's and Melhouse yells, uh, he's like, spring break! Because he's like trying to get pumped up. And Bart and Nelson are just like, dude, Shut the hell up. <laughs> you know, I don't think, I don't think on any of my spring, I went to Florida for spring break. I've been to the Bahamas for spring. I've been to a lot of like party towns, towns. for spring break. I don't think I've ever just walked out of a place and shouted spring break. I have not done that either. <laughs> no. I, I maybe have done it, but if I did, it was completely ironically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, Millhouse asks when they're going to get rowdy. And Bart's like, well, we'll get rowdy when we can find something to do with the ID. <laughs> yeah. And Nelson suggests renting a car- a carpet shampooer. We can rent a carpet shampooer. Do you now, need- <laughs> now, I'll tell you this. You actually do need an ID to rent a carpet shampooer. Oh, because yeah. you're renting something. Yep, because I, De- I went to Home Depot to get one of those, what do they call it? The red something? I can't remember what they're called, but... I had to rent a carpet shampooer for my house, and yeah, uh, they they took my ID and everything. So yeah, I think okay. you also have to be twenty five to rent a carpet shampooer, and I think twenty five is the last age cutoff where you can have like any limitations. Because oh. uh, I know you have to be twenty five to get a hotel and, and rent a car. I think you have to, and a rent a car, and I yep. believe a sh- carpet shampooer, but I'm not sure about that one. That one's a bit of a stretch on my end. Okay, yeah. so then uh, we see a little robot dog come up to the boys. <laughs> And Martin is following behind it. And Martin's like, greetings, chums. Were your days at work as profitable as mine? I just had a sinful shopping spree at Wii World. It's like, well, we're having the best spring break of our lives. And we don't need you around nerding it up. Melhouse jumps in. Yeah, that job is taken. (laughs) Now, now I like to point out, I bought a Yippie the backflipping dog just because of this episode. It broke, unfortunately, oh. but I literally oh. bought one because I was like, hey, it's Yippie the Backflipping Dog. I want one. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we did buy the Drinking Bird because of the Simpsons. We did. Yes, I have a Drinking I've, Bird. I've always wanted one of those. Yeah, we both have one now. So. <laughs> I was at it. Where was I? was up in Duluth. I was up in Duluth and we were at a kind of like a novelty shop and I saw one in a glass ca- case and I'm like, this is it. I'm <laughs> buying one. Yeah. Because <laughs> I need one. Yeah. Like, people buy Simpsons, mer- uh, like, merchandise. I buy things that are related to the Simpsons yes. as merchandise. Simpsons-ish merchandise. Yeah, exactly. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, I did want to bring up here that Martin says uh, $600. If he just went on a shopping spree, wouldn't he be down a bit? He yeah, would be, yes. He would be down a bit. Yeah, you're, uh, you're absolutely well, didn't right. Well, we, didn't we learn, though, that... I mean, yes, he got $600 from it, but didn't we learn in another episode that Martin's family is actually fairly wealthy? Because aren't, like, both his parents, like, doctors or something? Yeah. It makes sense. You know, usually wealthy kids are uh, do, <laughs> do pretty better. well in school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do better in everything. Yeah. yeah. But he did say sinful shopping spree, so maybe he was just like, you know, I got 600 bucks. I was feeling wily, so I stole this dog from the Wii World. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe. Uh, <laughs> And Martin's like, yeah, surely him and my $600 can play a small part in their fun. And so, you know, Bart's like, wait, Martin has $600 and I have a driver's license. And they go to Springfield Rent-A-Car and Rent-A-Car. Yep. And it's like, I think it's like uh, the, the shape of, or the model of the car is modeled after like a Mercedes, I believe. Uh, or a Chrysler. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's definitely a generic car that they put in there. Yep. And so we see Bart is driving the car 
somehow at four feet. But he has, but he has to. So, because Nelson and Martin and Mel don't have driver's license, so when Bart signs it up, he's got to be the one to drive. But how is he reaching? We don't see him have like blocks on his feet to reach the pedals. (laughs) He's just standing up. Magic, magic. It's cartoon magic. A wizard, yeah, wizards. A wizard did it. Um, And so, in the back, Martin has brought his toy dog, and he named it Tipsy, and. uh, He's like, Tipsy, we're going on a road trip. And uh, so they like take a turn and Nelson opens a window and throws the dog out the car. Yep. Because I, dude, I do the same thing. I, I a hundred percent agree with Nelson. Totally deserved. And then yep. another car drives by uh, and over the toy and Nelson goes, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> was the dog's name Tipsy or was it Flipsy? I thought it was Tipsy. I'm not sure. I don't know. I heard, I heard Tipsy. Maybe it was, I mean, it was a flipping dog. So Flipsy makes sense. Um, what was the, what was it based off of? Uh, there's the a dog, dog that you bought. Yeah. Mine was called Yippy, the backflipping dog. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Cause so, it yipped. Yeah. And backflipped. Yes, of course. <laughs> so in the car, Bart hands Millhouse, Martin and Nelson envelopes. And he's like, gentlemen, for our road trip, I have taken the liberty of preparing an airtight, an utterly plausible alibi for use on our parents. So now we cut to Milhouse in uh, talking to his parents. And Milhouse is like, I've been selected to represent the school at the National Grammar Rodeo at the Sheraton Hotel in Canada. <laughs> I'd like to point out, it's Canada. They don't say where in Canada. Nope, just the Sheraton Hotel. But I love how there's only Milhouse... one Sheraton. Yeah, there's only one in Canada. But yeah. no, I love how Millhouse is clearly reading the note. <laughs> yes, like he's not like presenting the the lie. Yeah, he's just just reading it straight from the note. Yeah. So now we cut to the Prince household where Mar- Martin talks to his parents, and Martin's like, "I've been selected to represent the school at the National Grammar Rodeo at the Sheraton Hotel in Canada." And I love the fact that for Nelson, that would probably be plausible. Well, yes. Yeah, he's yeah, a nerd. Yeah. Yep. And but so, I like how he's going along. I mean, obviously, he wants to go on this road trip. He has yeah. a couple of buddies, but it's amazing that he actually pulled that off. Yeah. But he did also think it was actually true, so. <laughs> yes. Yeah, which is weird, because Bart says, he gives him the letters. He says, this is a foolproof alibi. And <laughs> yes. then how somehow Martin's like, oh, he created a grammar convention. <laughs> yeah. Just for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it is yeah, it is possible that maybe Martin thought like all the alibis were different. Oh, maybe. And so you know, like, maybe uh, yeah, you're right. It, it could have been like okay, Millhouse, this is what your parents are going to believe. Martin, here's what your parents are going to believe, and Nelson, here's what your parents are going to believe. And as we see, Nelson just walks out of his house, calling behind him, "I'm going away for a week. See ya!" And crumples up the <laughs> alibi and throws it away because <laughs> his parents don't care. Nope. Now, now, if any of us lied to our parents in such a way, and I'm not saying we had to go on a road trip or anything, but just in such a way like, oh, this is what I'm doing, but I'm doing something completely different. I'm pretty sure I have, but I don't remember what it was. Um, I did the old, uh, I'm staying at so-and-so's house, and sure. they say they're staying yeah. at my house, and then we just go somewhere else. But then it got to a point where it just got too easy to lie to my parents, so I had to work <laughs> less and less hard. But, uh... I did uh, take my mom's car once, not like a, it was, I mean, we went from South suburb Chicago to the city. Um, So not so much a road trip, but definitely 
didn't have a license and oh. was not supposed to be doing it. Ooh. So my friends came by and we put the car in neutral, pushed it out of the driveway and a couple <laughs> houses down. Started. And this was like a car that my mom bought, but she never really drove. It was like kind oh, of a okay. junky car, whatever. So uh, like the speedometer didn't work. And <laughs> the gas gauge didn't work. Oh. So I made sure I put enough gas in it and all that. But uh, we were driving to the city to go to this like party thing. And uh, one thing I specifically remember is, you know, those big circular cylindrical uh, traffic cones they put on the highway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was a bunch of them lining the highway because, you know, it's Illinois. You guys took one. Um, uh, about every third one. I was like, hey, guys, check this out. Doink, doink. And they're just sending them into the middle of the construction area. Oh, and we're laughing and laughing. Oh, and God. like thinking back on it now is like, man, that could have ended. I mean, so badly I, I, for all of us. I mean, a buddy of mine took a road trip to Winnipeg and I didn't really want to tell our mom because our mom is kind of crazy. Um, and I don't know how she found out like, but she found out that I drove to Canada and she was just like, why didn't you tell me? I'm like, mom, it's fine. Like made it back across the border. You know, everything was great. The trip was fun, but she just went ballistic that I did not tell her that I was driving my car that I own <laughs> as an adult to Canada. How old yeah. were you? Oh God. When did my buddy and I take this trip, this would have been... I think it was like 28, 29. Oh, yeah. Our yeah. Mom, our mom yeah. Our mom is like, as a kid, I never did any of that. I know, I know Steve might have done something because he was kind of a wild I kid. I mean, we but... always, yeah, we always drove to like Minnesota and stuff like that, but she kind of knew where we were going mostly, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Well, didn't you get, didn't you get away with uh, drinking as like a 15 year old? Oh yeah, next door. Literally yeah. next door to our parents. And our dad came over. Our dad came over, walked up the stairs, saw like literally all his high schoolers passed out in the in the living room and just like walked right back out, went back to the house and that was about it. It's like all right. Grabbed his cool. hat off the coat rack and left. Yeah, yeah exactly. Basically did it Ape Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. Was, so great. So yeah, so uh uh Bart, you know, uses the alibi on Homer and Marge, and Marge is like super impressed. And she's like, I wish I were going. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I wish I was going. Bart, <laughs> is that correct? He's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> like father, like son. Yeah. Yep. Well, obviously, they're not going to a, a, ro a grammar rodeo. Bart At has Lisa, no grammar. Yeah. And Lisa acts kind of jealous. And she's like, it's not fair. I'm the best student in the school. How come I never heard about this competition? Bart's like, maybe because you are. As we say in Latin, uh, Dorcas Malorcus. It's like, <laughs> that's not Latin. <laughs> no, but it's Bert's uh, Latin. That is uh, one line that I use a lot, but because I remembered it from syndication, I always got uh, it wrong and I stick with it wrong. So I used to call people Dorcas Magorcus. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. I like it. Um, and so Lisa tells Marge that Bart is faking it. And Marge tells Lisa... That she, you know, she's had her glory as a smart kid. Now it's Bart's turn. Because Bart never yep. gets the glory of being smart. Yep. Yeah. So now we see the boys driving down the street in their rental car. Bart's wearing sunglasses. Nelson's putting his feet out the window. And the song Raider Love by Golden Golden Earring from 1975 is playing in the car. God, such a great <laughs> song. Good road trip song right there. It's actually like a seven, eight minute song in oh, its geez. entirety. 
but you just hear it on the radio so it's like three minutes uh they're also known for the song twilight zone and that's another six plus minute song so just some just some good old dutch boys putting (laughs) out long songs (laughs) yeah those guys those guys uh they're good i like it i like it so then we cut to millhouse playing with the volume knobs so nelson smacks them clearly because i don't know if i i mean we had I don't know if we know. We never listened to the radio. We just had yeah, we CDs. Did. Well, well, no, no, no. On road trips. When we took oh, road trips, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just had our visor CD holder yeah. full of CDs. And, you know, we had the order we used to play them in. That was about it. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess those guys probably didn't have CDs. But well, this is 96, so probably not. No, and I didn't look like they had a tape deck either. But no. either either way, that's here nor there. But. Dude, I yeah, I'd get pissed if someone was monkeying <laughs> with the radio. Well, the and the volume knob. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember my dad's old car. He had the volume knob, and then he had the faders left and right and back oh, and front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember doing the exact same thing. <laughs> do, 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 Did do, he do, smack do. And my you? dad doing the same thing, smacking me. Stop messing with the radio. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so... Uh, uh, Milhouse, you know, um, complains to Bart, um, that, uh, Nelson hit him. He's like, he sure did. <laughs> yeah. Stop, my, stop fucking with the radio. Yeah. And so Milhouse opens the glove compartment. And he's like, there's a travel book in here. No, a cup 1982. Holder. Or sorry. Oh yeah, that's right. There's a cup holder in here. We, we got to stop somewhere and get a cup. Yeah. But there's also <laughs> the travel book from 1982 yeah. in yeah. there as well. <laughs> I've never been that excited about a cup holder, but. Oh, I have. I mean, oh, I oh, have. have you. Yeah. Like, oh my God, there's a cup holder. Sweet. Yep. yep. And then we see I, Bart. You know, then we see Bart no longer in the front seat driving. It tells Millhouse that uh, I set the car to cruise control. That that's <laughs> not how that works. That's how that. Now, now, it does today. Because uh, I sort of, yeah. sort of, kind of, sort of, <laughs> kind so, of, sort of. It's on the way. It is. So I have a, so, um, I, when my, when my car was in the shop, there was a recall on it. They couldn't get the part. So they gave me one of the new Mazda cars. I drove, I shit you not from Minneapolis to St. Cloud without touching the brake and the, and the gas. I still have my hands on the steering wheel, but I did not touch the brake or the gas from Minneapolis all the way to St. Cloud. That's about an hour and 10 minute drive. Oh, did it have the self? Like self brake. Yep. So you throw what? that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You throttle that sucker into cruise control. It slows down and speeds up as, as needed. It worked oh. like a charm. I, now, when I was in LA, I had a similar car, but it also had uh lane adjustment. Yeah. Lane, so, lane so and that's freaky as fuck. Like you're sitting there <laughs> driving. And if it literally, you'd like go a little bit towards the line, you feel the steering wheel, like move you, Back. Yeah, I I have wow. a couple friends who have cars that have lane assist, and one of my friends was like, he hates it. Oh, really? Because of the jerkiness of like, because the steering wheel it moves. does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll move. So I, I understand if you've been driving for a really long time without this technology, and you're you know you're so used to driving yourself, and then all of a sudden you're driving something new with this, and it's like doing it for you. You're like, no, I didn't. Like, I think your reaction would be to jerk it the other way. Maybe. I mean, I got used to it pretty quick. And now, see, I'm wondering if I can combine lane assist plus cruise control and go sit in the back seat. Uh, no, don't do that. <laughs> well, like, well, even uh, with the new, uh, even with the new Teslas, you yeah. still have to have your hands on the wheel. Oh yeah, and, no uh, people. People have been pulled over. Like I remember, like when Tesla first kind of came out with their like self driving car, dude got pulled over because he was sleeping while the car was driving. 
I mean, I've fallen asleep while the car was driving, but that was in the middle of the night when I was driving for a acting job. And I got, I finally got off the highway cause I, I knew yeah. that was going to be dangerous, but yeah, I have I very, I have very, I have, I have troubles driving long distances because I will fall asleep in a car. <laughs> yep. I have definitely fallen asleep in my car and had to pull off at a rest stop and take a good four hour nap. Yep. yep. Yeah. So Bardock clearly is, you know, in the back scene. He's asking, Hey, how you doing Nelson? And, uh, and Martin's like, you know, it's always a pleasure. Martin's uh, sleeping I, while he's sleeping. I love, I love when Bart does his suave party, man. Yeah, he does it in the episode, uh, where he has the casino in the yeah. tree house. He, yeah. he, he does it quite often, but just walking around. Hey, how you doing? Oh, good to see you. Oh, how long has it been? Hey, what a pleasure. You know, just oh, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yep. And the car goes straight into a cornfield. Yeah. Cause the, 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 the road curves, but the car goes straight. Yep. Yeah, that's great. And so now we cut back to the the power plant where Homer's replacing some of those bulbs. Lisa must have Lisa must have really got to him. Yeah, he's he's actually working now. He's like yeah. Diablo Canyon two. Why can't you be more like Diablo Canyon one? <laughs> I think uh, there's a historical uh, uh, reference there, but I could not find what it is. Oh, yeah, okay. I have no uh, idea. And so Homer looks at the hazmat suit and sighs because yeah, he misses Lisa at work. So he calls the house. And this is just the start of Marge getting the most frustrated I think she's ever been. And so Marge answers the phone. She's like, oh, homie, I'm glad you're calling. Sure, you can talk to Lisa. <laughs> you never call me from what? Oh. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I can't remember the last time you called me from work. Yeah. And so Homer asks Lisa how her spring break is going. She's like, well, I'm learning about owls. I mean, that sounds like a Lisa spring break. Yes. Uh, and Homer asks, oh, you want to spend another day at work with me? She's like, oh, sure. I can always learn about owls this summer at bird camp, <laughs> which is which is funny because we really we really don't. Aside from the crusty up, the crusty camp, crusty episode, we never know what these guys do during the summer because they always take, you know, all, like all TV shows take the summer break. They yeah. end at the spring, pick up in the fall. We never learn what anyone really does during the summer so yeah it's kind of cool to learn that lisa you know still goes to camp that that experience at camp crusty didn't uh scar her for life <laughs> yeah didn't, didn't deter them and also i like how she's learning about owls knowing that she's going to bird camp this yes. summer well she wants <laughs> to show off her uh her knowledge exactly there you go. yeah yep. <laughs> and so bart comes out of the other side of the cornfield uh back onto a road because in the midwest in the midwest that's exactly how roads and cornfields work yeah yeah um and uh martin wakes up thinking that they're in the, the cornfields of canada yeah <laughs> uh, i mean again i've driven to winnipeg now i'll tell you what driving to winnipeg it almost felt like we were driving in like a horror movie because <laughs> like the tre- like the trees were bare it was it, it was cloudy out so like it was just and this was like august ish it was it was really creepy. I didn't, we didn't see any cornfields on our way to Canada. Um, but so Martin asks how much longer until they get to the grammar rodeo. Nelson's like, grammar <laughs> rodeo? Yes. And Bart's like, no, no, we're not going to a grammar rodeo. That was just an alibi. And he's like, he's, uh, he's like, that was just an alibi, Milton. And Mar- uh, I was like, <laughs> Martin. Oh, yeah, Martin. Martin. Because <laughs> obviously they don't really care about Martin. They just want him for his money. 
Yep. And so, That's yeah. funny if they said Cashwad instead of Martin. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. That was just a lie, Cashwad. Martin. Oh, Martin. And Martin's like, well, then where are we going? And Bart stops the car, like, realizing, oh, yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, where so, are we going? And so uh, they, they're at the side of the road, and they have, like, I think pamphlets and maps and... Uh, uh, Millhouse is looking at the 1982 travel guy that he found in the glove compartment. And uh, Martin's like, well, I realize it's trite, but we could tour the bridges of Madison County. Because <laughs> that's what I want to go see, a bridge. Yep. And uh, Millhouse uh, says, who has better ideas than AAA? And according to the <laughs> publisher of the book, the answer is no one. <laughs> oh god I, I have you guys ever used a travel book to decide where you're gonna travel to or did you just know not no. legitimately <laughs> i mean i think by the time i was able to travel i mean we you had the internet yeah well that and we had the internet i mean when i went to italy we did use a travel website to figure okay. out the best places and it's funny. It's funny because I always want to do nerdy visit things. Yes. And my wife wants to do more cultural visit things. And I kind of combined those two by finding this thing in Italy that, you know, was like a fort system, like a like a big oh. giant fort in the middle of Italy. And then when we got there, they had this whole like shop dedicated to Assassin's Creed. And yeah. she's like, oh, you just you awesome. just pick you just pick this place because it was featured in the Assassin's Creed video game, didn't you? Yes, you like, did. You just, yes, I you did. Just ve- <laughs> you just Venn diagrammed the two of you perfectly. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh god. So, but it's thing, it's thing, it's things like that when I go on trips. It's like okay, I want to do something that I'll enjoy that I know she'll enjoy. But she'll get really pissy at me because she didn't realize it was like a nerdy thing to begin with. Like that's the only reason I chose it. Yeah. So uh, so Nelson says he's always wanted to see Macon, Georgia, which I've driven through Macon. I don't remember anything about it. No, because we drove through it. Um, so Millhouse is like, wait, how about a fair? But not just a county fair, not just a Europe fair. But a World's Fair. And he's like, how about we go to the World's Fair in Knoxville, Tennessee? And Bart's like, I'm listening. And uh, he's like, the Hungarians built a giant motorized Rubik's Cube. And the fair's symbol is the Sun Sphere, which sits atop a uh, 266-foot-tall steel shaft. And inside is an information desk. And they're all like, ooh, an information desk. (laughs) Oh god! I mean, wasn't that what? So I was when I would listen to one of your guys' episode, John or Johnny. Sorry, I don't know. I, I didn't ask <laughs> well, you okay. um, that. You guys, you guys were talking the. It was the monorail episode I was listening to. You guys were talking about that World's Fair and the Seattle Space Needle. Yes. Yeah. And yes. Yes, was it did. was at the top of the Space Needle at the time a information desk? I don't know if you guys did your research. On that. I'm not sure. I just remember that it was in Seattle, and that's when the Space Needle was. Uh, I think that's when it was created, but I don't remember looking into it that much. I can okay. tell you um, this much: when I went into the Space Needle, there was no information desk up there. Was there mm-hmm. a wig store? No, there was not. Oh, okay. It's just it's just a needle <laughs> shop. It's a needle <laughs> shop. Yeah, <laughs> a space needle shop. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Needles so, that you could only use in space. <laughs> <laughs> so Bart says it's a choice between Disney World and <laughs> Knoxville, and uh, and they're all chanting Knoxville, Knoxville. Uh, there is an episode where they do go to Disney World though. 
There is, yes. So, yeah. so they drive off. Also, I was going to say, uh, talking about where Springfield is again, where could you be where it's feasibly easy to get to Disney World and Knoxville, Tennessee? Now, I was going to bring that up once they got to Branson, Missouri, because I did I did my research on that. <laughs> now, so, so, so Missouri is northwest of Tennessee. Yeah. So to, I'm looking at a, at a map. I mean, to get to get to Branson, to get to Knoxville, you'd have to come from you would theoretically you'd have to come from either Iowa, Kansas, or North, or South Dakota. Like those yeah. are the three states yeah. that that have cornfields that they'd be driving in a general direction. So I would say northwest, like northwest ish, is where they'd have to where yeah. Springfield would have to be to get through both those cities without going back and forth. Yeah. 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 Cause I was going to say, if you're going from Illinois, you're going up and back. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd yeah, be going. Yeah, yeah. So if you're in Illinois, you'd have to go West to Missouri South and then back East to get to Knoxville. So to Knoxville. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if they're going in a straight line, yeah, Iowa, Kansas, Iowa, Kansas or North or South Dakota would be those States you'd have to start from. Yeah. I mean, I've driven from green Bay to Fort Lauderdale a few times. And I mean, we drove kind of through Tennessee, kind of through Kentucky, but like, yeah, we did like the straight line thing to Fort yep. Lauderdale, as straight as you could from Green Bay to Fort Lauderdale. Um, yeah. So now we see Homer sitting at work waiting for Lisa and she shows up and Homer's like, do you have any trouble getting through the security guards? And Lisa's like, security guards? <laughs> well, because they have security going into the power plant. So did she just walk in? Yep. Did Marsha drop her off? She just walked in. The security guards were like, "I think Lisa took her bike." Or, yeah, because uh, yeah, she left. She left Marge hanging in the bedroom, true. slammed the door right in her face. No, basically. no, that's later on in the episode when they no, did. No, the no, oh, is it? Party. Oh, okay. Yeah, Remember yeah. the Stonecutter episodes? The the Simpsons oh, live on that. right by the power plant. She just jumped over their fence and. That's oh true. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. <laughs> oh god. So Homer asks if she wants uh, to get lunch. And so their lunch, uh, they go to the candy vending machine where Homer is using Lisa's little hands to steal from the bottom, <laughs> which you can't do anymore because they have the flap now. Yep. The flap exists. Yeah. yeah. yeah this is what they're putting scientists, uh, scientists t- towards <laughs> is to stop little yeah. kids from stealing candy. Yep. Yeah. And so Homer showing Lisa how to take the candy goes the way I figure it. If the candy stays in the machine for more than a year, it's up for grabs. Um, so usually, cause I, I mean, I've, I've worked at, plenty of TV stations where they have vendors for the, the vending machines. They usually come in, I think like be pre pandemic, they would come in like once every couple of weeks and then take all, obviously they take all the stale stuff out and put new stuff in. Yep. So obviously they're not now granted, this is a nuclear power plant. Burns is probably cheap. So they probably leave the candy (laughs) in there for a year. I wouldn't eat it. Yeah. That's just me. So, um, oh yeah. So yeah. Lisa says, uh, she's like, why, why did you need me? And Homer's like, it's a two man operation. And he's like, Lisa's the only man he can trust. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh God. So, uh, Homer, you know, shakes the machine and candy falls out because, you know, Lisa has the flap open and all, you know, apparently this vending machine is garbage. Yes. And so, uh, Smithers catches Homer and Lisa holding armloads of candy and he's like, Simpson, what in God's name are you? And Lisa interrupts, Zagnet Bar, Mr. Smithers? 
Razzle? <laughs> Skittles? Whatchamacallit? Twizzlies? Homer's like, they all have hilarious names and are delicious. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they actually use the real names of all the candies instead of using like a, a parallel input. What is like a, a razzle? Oh, uh, those are great. They're like little candies. You chew on them, they become gum, I think. Oh. Or am I thinking of something else? I don't yeah, know. I think those are razzles. Yeah, they're not great. Also, do you <laughs> do understand you how much... Whatchamacallits? I, I love a whatchamacallit. Call it. Yeah. yeah. yeah they're yeah. like chocolate and nougat and... <laughs> I don't know. A lot of... Th- oh, wasn't there like a wafer in there? There might have been. Yeah. Oh, razzles. Okay. Yeah. Now, now I remember it. I'm looking at the package. Yeah. And like, do you guys understand how much danger Homer just put Lisa in? Because like, oh, uh, the, those machines are built very top heavy. If yes. you shake it and pull it like more than two inches, it will fall over. Like yep. 37 people have died since like the late 70s. Did you yeah. know that there are 12 deaths every year from vending machines falling on people? Behind each one is Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, couldn't uh, resist. It just popped right. into my head. All right. So Smithers says uh, he uh, he's partial to Jolly Ranchers, which apparently was part of the collection. Yeah. And uh, Smithers says, good job, Simpson. Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, there's two of them. Yep. So Homer and Lisa sit at the station eating candy, and uh, Homer's like, boy, Lisa, you, uh, with you here, I it this hardly seems like work at all. I don't know if I'm uh, going to make it through my night shift without you. So apparently Homer works at night now? <laughs> I Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just plot related. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, at least like we could have a slumber party oh that'd be great sleeping bags on the floor a roaring fire it'll be uh, just like that time they kicked me out of the sporting goods store because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's too cheap to actually get a campsite and camp yes. so yeah he just just had it at the had it at the the uh store yeah so Cut back to Bart and the guys driving alongside a station family. This <laughs> and uh, there's a father. It's like kids, if you keep keep your hands to yourselves, I'm gonna turn this car around and there'll be no Cape Canaveral for anybody. And Nelson leads out the car and slaps the guy in the back of the neck. <laughs> uh, it's like and the father's like, that's it, back to Winnipeg, and the <laughs> station wagon peels peels around and uh goes off. <laughs> Uh, i mean maybe nelson's been in that situation before or he just you know wanted to see the family turn around but i love i love that that's a huge like road trip tope you know uh with with families and cars like if you don't quiet down i'm gonna turn this vehicle around yeah yeah yeah. i'm sure our parents have have probably said that a half a million times oh tons of millions of times my mom would be in the passenger seat and she'd say if you don't if you don't uh knock it off i'm gonna come back there and make you knock it off instead of turning the car around she (laughs) just like while while they're driving like get back in the back of the van and just you know, do what moms do. Yeah. But also, I want to say some some very skilled driving from uh, little Bart. Yeah. Being able to pull right up next to the other car and also not have that car notice that he's close enough for Nelson <laughs> to lean out and whack the dude in the back of the head. Yeah. That's well, that guy was so focused on, you know, driving that he, I don't think he even, he didn't realize Nelson even slapped him. So, yeah. <laughs> so focused on not becoming a family annihilator. I know. <laughs> All right, so now we get uh, we get Martin asking Bart if they can stop for ice cream. Like, yes. And so now we see them eating ice cream. Nelson asks, oh, can we wait in the car at that way station? 
yeah, you don't you don't have to do that. I I mean I always thought it'd be kind of fun, but yeah, it's more for trucks. To. Yeah. Um, and Milhouse is like, hey, can we pick up that hitchhiker? <laughs> and Bar says, I don't see why not. <laughs> and this is a uh, another another reference to. So this is a, a reference uh, to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre horror horror film series, hmm. where uh, where they I, I guess I've I've trying to remember because I've seen most of the Texas Chainsaw stuff, but apparently at some this. point they check up a pick up a hitchhiker. So hmm. for those yeah, of I you horror know. for those of you horror fans out there that might know that reference, let us know. You can email us and uh, give us a phone call. We'll give you that information at the end of the show. Yeah. Um. So the hitchhiker says. Can we stop for ice cream? Yes. <laughs> I mean, Bart, Bart, does Bart even realize they picked up the hitchhiker? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, so they stopped for more ice cream. And the hitchhiker didn't think he was uh, rehabilitated. Uh, but he thinks uh, an institution they, an institution needed the extra bed. <laughs> so maybe Which that's like... Maybe that's Sad the Texas true realization. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's the Texas Chainsaw. Like, the guy was like an escaped mental patient. Yeah, that might that might have been it. Yeah. Um. So you know, now we cut back to Marge, and Marge helps Lisa pack for the night, and uh, she's like, "With Bark on, and spending the spending the night with you, spending the night with Homer, I won't have anyone." And Lisa thanks Marge, and you know, runs off. And Marge finishes finishes her sentence to (laughs) talk to. Yeah. (laughs) Boy, Marge is just getting the short end of the stick on this one. (laughs) Yeah. Like she real this episode, man. She's just really. really getting the short end of the stick. And so Bart and the kids get to Branson, Missouri and, you know, passes by a lot of shows and we see, uh, Waylon Jennings and Madame Phantom <laughs> of the Opry <laughs> up with white people. Ooh. Ooh. That's that one. That one hits hard. Uh, Farrell Dixon and the second helping, uh, the second helping boys. Uh, Mini Pearl Jam, <laughs> uh, Lurleen Lumpkin, and Pip Diddler. Hey, Lurleen so, so Lurleen Lumpkin's back playing in Branson, Missouri. Yeah, and yeah. I was, Al- I was sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. I was gonna say when I was reading uh, the book that I have here, they actually didn't have one of them in there, and I wrote that one down. It oh. was the uh, the Mini Pearl Jam was not written down in my book here. Oh, oh sure. Weird. Yeah. Interesting. They must have made a few changes. Well, you must have you must have the thin book, right? Yes, I have the three thin books that were in the uh, yep. little cardboard sleeve. You yeah. you have the big, big, big yeah, one? Yeah, we have the, yeah. the nice. 20 seasons worth. Yeah. <laughs> All in one big-ass book. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, uh, then there's Alabama, what is it? Alabama. Alabama. And Show, Show, Show. <laughs> so, Yeah. There's a lot of lot of th- lot of things to see in Branson, Missouri, and Nelson's like, "What is this place?" And Bart's like, "Branson, Missouri. My dad says it's a lot like Vegas if it were run by Ned Flanders." You know, that's a that yeah yeah absolutely agree with that one hundred percent. Yep. And so uh, Nelson uh, sees the marquee advertising Andy Williams, and uh, he's like, "Andy Williams," and Bart's like, "Ah, eh, we don't need to stop here." Nelson's like, "Yes, yes we, we do." do. And punches Bart, and, Bart, and obviously that's going to get Bart to stop. And so now uh, they're 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 watching the show, and Milhouse and Martin have fallen asleep, and Bart's just like bored as hell. But you know, 
Nelson's like, you know, he loves it. He's like, I didn't think they were going to do this song. And then wham, he went right into it. Second encore. <laughs> Moon River. That's what it was, I, Moon River. And my favorite Nelson jokes is when he's like super innocent and yes. like not a big bully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So then uh, we cut back to the power plant and Lisa and Homer are roasting marshmallows over a trash basket fire playing Truth or Dare. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that's what you do in Sleepouts. You play Truth or Dare. Yep. And so Homer's like, uh, uh, I pick Truth. You can ask me anything. And Lisa's like, well, who do you love the most? Me, Bart, <laughs> or Maggie? Don't. Uh, I don't know if I've ever played that game with our parents, but obviously no. it's clearly me. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> actually, it might actually be. I'm not even kidding. Well, for our mom, maybe. Our dad probably doesn't have a favorite. I Maybe. have three brothers, and um, my parents' answer would probably be none of you. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Uh, yeah, because there's four of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you're you're all bastards in my book. <laughs> uh, and so Homer's like, I change it to dare. So Lisa dares Homer to prank uh, prank phone call Mo. Uh, hello, Mo's Tavern. Homer's like, hello. I'd like to speak with a Mr. Snotball. First name, Yura. I was like, you're a Snotball? I was like, what? How dare you? If I find out who this is, I'll stable a flag to your butt and mail you to Iran. (laughs) That's great. I I love the ones that it's thrown back at the the collar. Yeah. (laughs) But it wasn't really thrown back because... Mo is like, because that's what Mo does. He repeats it, and then Homer thought yeah. Mo was insulting him. No, that's what I'm saying. It throws <laughs> yeah. it. It throws it back to the collar where Mo Mo's not asking the barflies. Yeah, Mo just said the name, and it went right back to to Homer. But Homer get... thought he was getting. But Homer is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is that is <laughs> definitely the the pearl of the joke here. Yeah, Homer's yeah. too dumb to understand what he was supposed to do in a prank call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And so he like just hangs up. And so, uh, so they, they go back to playing truth or dare and Lisa says truth. And Homer's like, do you have a crush on anyone? And she's like, uh, Lisa doesn't want to say because Homer is bad at keeping secrets. Uh, um, and she's like, dad, you tell everybody everything. Even Mo knew when I threw up on the dentist and Homer's yeah. like, Mo thinks he knows a lot more than Mo knows. <laughs> <laughs> What is that supposed to I mean? Know, like, I don't it's know. All Homer. Like, oh, that Mo thinks he's so smart. <laughs> well, oh. he did steal the uh, the flaming Homer. So yeah, he did. True. Yeah. I uh, mean, Mo, Mo knows. Yeah, Mo <laughs> knows. Mo, it's it's like the 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 phrase Bo knows, Bo Jackson. Um, oh. So, anyways, <laughs> Homer asks Lisa to give him another chance. He's like, I can prove I can keep a secret. So Lisa's like, I like Langdon Algo Alger, and he's like. Uh, who the hell is Langdon Alger? <laughs> I have no idea who that is. And Lisa's like, no one knows who he is. He's very quiet and enjoys puzzles. That sounds, <laughs> sounds like a Lisa type. Yeah, like it some... kind of also sounds like Langdon might be a little on the spectrum, possibly. Very quiet, enjoys puzzles, yeah. maybe wears headphones all over, all over the place. Yeah, it's possible. I'm, surpri- I'm actually kind of surprised she didn't go the Corey route. Because we yes. all know she likes the bad boy Corey. Yes. True, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so Lisa says that that means Homer can't tell anyone. And he's like, I've already forgotten the name. 
It was Larson something, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think he actually forgot the name. Like, Probably. like, cause like, you know, that's a bet. It's like, you tell somebody, uh, you know, can you keep the secret? They're like, oh, I already forgot what you said. Kind of thing is a nod of, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody, but I think Homer actually forgot. Yeah, he wasn't even paying attention. Yeah, and so Lisa yeah. laughs, and she's like, this has been the best spring break ever. So, cut to Marge, watching uh, late night TV, learning how to corner the real estate market through hypnosis. <laughs> Boy, she just, she just, uh, she's bored out of her mind, man. Yeah. She's just, yeah. she's like, nothing to do. Yeah. I guess I'll watch this. So, you know, Marge walks by Lisa's room, Bart's room, sighs, and is like, yeah, this is this is empty house syndrome, man. Yeah. Um, and then she goes into Maggie's room because we completely forgot Maggie <laughs> exists this episode. Yeah. Like <laughs> she said, no, Ma- I don't think we've actually seen Maggie up until this point. Have we? No, I don't think we uh, have. Yeah. Uh, may- no, I don't think so. No. Yeah. And, you yep. know, it is nice when they use Maggie more often. I know you guys yeah. brought that up in the 138th special because yes. they showed the Ullman shorts where. She was actually like, a, they gave her character and it was a part of the show. Yes. Yep. I do miss the, uh, that. Yeah. yeah, they should bring her back a little bit more. I mean, that's okay. Look, we're at the season 33 now and they finally have made like shorts dedicated to Maggie. Oh, there's the yeah. Star Wars one. Oh, yeah, there's the Marvel ones. One. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so yeah. so at least at least they're like get, trying to give Maggie her due, even if it's not during... Yeah, in seasons. Yeah. So. And also, I mean, good cr- credit to them for making those shorts not actual episodes because yes. people would be angry. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, she walks into Maggie's room and is like, wake up, Maggie. Wake up. And eventually she gets her to wake up and cry. And she's like, oh, Maggie, <laughs> you're, you're awake. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be a dick and wake you up. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, she just needed something, needed something to do. Yep. See, this Marsh just needs to pop out uh, Bart's uh, gaming system and just start playing or something. Just like Homer. Homer got obsessed with that, you know, Mike Tyson punch out game. Yes. Marsh should have just busted out a video game or something. Play Bloodstorm. Bloodstorm. Yeah. Bloodstorm. Or what was it? Lee Carvello's golf simulator? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she would, see, she would have enjoyed that. Yes. But with uh, with Marge's addictive personality, the family would come home, she'd be glued to the television, the house would be in shambles, and Maggie would be like at the uh, Flanders house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're entering Tennessee finally. Tennessean is tennis, tenna believing. <laughs> I wish that was their real slogan. Yeah, that'd, that'd be great. great. I bet uh, it's somewhere in Tennessee. Some Simpsons fan has a bar yeah. somewhere and with a big sign. <laughs> oh, definitely. sure they do. Definitely. Uh, yep. And so Bart wakes up to the uh, wakes up the guy saying they're on their home stretch, which, yeah, during road trips and your friends are sleeping all yeah. around you. Yeah, it's a uh, it's nice just to wake them up. And be like, come on, dicks. I had to drive <laughs> this entire trip. Get up. Yeah. Keep me company. Uh, so uh, next up is the fair and they get to the fair, which clearly is is an open completely in shambles which a lot of world's fairs did that i mean i guess seattle kind of bounced back but like it's like the olympics like the world's fair and the olympics are are very like kind of uniform like that like salt lake city it wasn't in salt lake city like the everything was in park city utah and after the olympics like salt lake city kept doing its thing because like it wasn't that's where they didn't quote unquote host it it was all park yeah. city because it was winter olympics i went to park city and yeah it was 
pretty run down and just no one oh, there. Yeah. Just... Any any place that hosts the Olympics is just it never recovers usually. Yep. Yeah. And well, so, I mean, because yeah. the town isn't making the money from the Olympics, they Correct. get a little bit, but then all of the main money, because like all those scaffoldings and b- buildings that they build just for the Olympics, that yep. is all paid for by the Olympics. They're not worried about losing their money on that, but like yeah. then the city has to clean everything up. Yeah, it's yep. it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just wanted to bring this up because I thought it thought it would fit right in Minneapolis. Well, Minnesota, I don't know where it's going to be hosted. I think probably Minneapolis, but Minnesota is getting the world's fair in 2027. Wow. Cool. So if they don't build a sun sphere, I'm going to be pissed. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're going to, they're going to build a Minnesota, right? They're gonna yeah. they're gonna build a bridge from uh what is it St Paul to Minneapolis? Oh, right those there, are the two right. towns that are right there. Well, no, I, another one. Quiet. <laughs> of course, <laughs> no. they they have to have a bridge to get over it. But I just, I the only time I went to St Paul, weird story on a vocation trip uh, to go visit a Catholic seminary. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, beautiful area. Obviously, yes, yes, did not yes. go with that vocational choice. <laughs> no, but uh, no. yeah, fantastic area. No, I went, I came up here for a youth group, like yearly, they had a, a youth group uh, trip up here and I got addicted to it and had to go to college here and end up living here. So ever since nice. uh, 2001, I haven't moved. So yep. it's a uh, definitely, I like it. I like it. It's a good little, good little uh, city to, to be in, but yeah, we're getting yeah, the world's I, fair. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see what type of futuristic things they can bring to the city of, of Minneapolis. Um, so Bart goes up to a guy standing outside the Knoxville wig outlet and asks if the world's fair, if this is the world's fair visitor center, uh, used to be, you guys are about 14 years too late. <laughs> Cause you know, the book said 1982 on it. Yep. And this is 96. Yep. And Milos asks, well, is there another world's fair coming before Friday? Before Friday? <laughs> uh, nope. No, there's not. Uh, and so Bart asks about the sun sphere and the man corrects him. He's like, yo, you mean the wig sphere. <laughs> that there's the wig sphere. <laughs> it's like, well, you could go up there. There's 16,000 boxes of unsold wigs. And are you going to buy any wigs? <laughs> and uh, then we cut to them sitting on the curb, all wearing wigs. Yeah, and we yeah. got, you know, uh, Nelson wearing a purple Afro wig. Bart, I don't know, like, a sh- is it a share wig? I don't know. Some, some sort wig. of like. Uh, yep. And then, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And then Millhouse is wearing like a little Susie Q wig. And um, Martin must be. What was that? That's like, like a, a housewife 1970s. A 1970s housewife type wig. <laughs> yeah. So they've all made some some good choices, I guess. All yeah. I know is that if I pulled up to that place after that long of a road trip and they said, well, you're just going to see if you go up there, you're just going to see 16,000 boxes of unsold wigs. I'd be like, let's go. Yeah, I let's want go. to go yeah. see this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's still nice to be up in the, the sun sphere. True. Yeah. yeah There's yeah, not yeah. much going on, but, you know, seeing wigs might be fun. Yeah. But Bart says it's OK. Buildings. It's OK. It's not quite Friday yet. We still have a car. And a wad of cash. And then Martin tells them that they're out of cash because he spent his last $10 on an Al Gore doll. And Who, Al Gore was raised in Tennessee and was uh, served as senator from Tennessee. Yep. And he, I like how they pull the string. like, you are hearing me talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, uh, and so, you know, Nelson throws a rock at the sun sphere because 
He's pissed. Yeah. The rock hits it, and the subsphere comes crashing down to the ground, destroying Bart's car. And, you know, Nelson laughs because he knocked over the, the sun sphere. Yeah. And uh, he's like, Bart's like, we've got no car. Or it's like, we've got no money. And Mila's like, and no one knows we're here. And all three of them, we're stranded. And Nelson, keeping their spirits up, says, but on the plus side, I knocked over the sun sphere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're the one that crushed the car, Nelson. Yeah, now they have no car. Yeah. And Nelson said, yeah, this never would have happened if we went to Macon, Georgia. You know, he's not wrong. Nope. Or Disneyland. I mean, that was, that was their two World. options. Disney World. Sorry, Disney World. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Where is that one? Florida. We're, yeah. Oh. So so they were right heading in the right direction then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Disneyland's in California. Yes. Have you guys ever seen that map that popped up on The Simpsons where it was the map of the U.S. and there was just a square state that didn't make sense right in the middle and then the star in the middle of the square said Springfield? Was that during an episode? That was during an episode, right? It was during an episode for sure. I can't yeah. remember the episode, oh, but it's like, you know, Springfield, Illinois, or it's, uh, uh, Springfield, <laughs> USA, and it had like a square. It's like, you know, quote unquote, middle America. It's just a oh, square smack dab in the middle. Yeah, I remember that. Um, so yeah, if they were coming from the middle, that would probably make sense too. Yeah. You know, well, I just can't wait till they get to the whole, like, where they, like, kind of going to say where it's from. Yeah. They haven't done that yet. It's only been, like, driver's license and, and like, printed stuff. But, like, there's episodes where they, like, they start saying Springfield, like, a state, and then they get interrupted and start saying something else. Yeah. Yeah. So like I a train goes by. Yeah. Yep. I can't wait for yeah. those. Those are some of my favorite jokes. Yeah. Ohio mod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Springfield, Ohio mod. Yeah, those are, those are some of the best. And Martin says, uh, it might be time to call their parents. Bruce says, no. They, we got here on our own, and we can survive on our own. All we need is money, food, and a way to get home. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's all you need. We're good. That's, that's all we need. <laughs> all the things to get home that you can't get because you, you can't get them. And so, you know, they start walking away from uh, their crushed car. Bart's like, all right, everybody, remember that we parked under the sun sphere. <laughs> <laughs> don't oh, think they're God. forgetting or ever getting that car back no and yeah. so they go to a pawn shop i love i actually love the name of this pawn shop hawksville tennessee that's a good one <laughs> that's a yep. good one that's a really good one yeah and so uh nelson tries to pawn off millhouse's glasses and Milhouse's like i can't see without them and uh he's walking around and he accidentally walks into an antique soda bottles display and knocks yeah. them all down and so they lose their money um from what they would have gotten from Millhouse's yeah, glasses. Like 500, 400, 300, 200, 100, zero. Yeah. Yeah. The guy was about to give him a lot of money because the glasses were so thick. He was going to re-bottom the antique bottle, the Coke yeah. bottles. <laughs> yep. <laughs> about to get like 800, 600 bucks for that. Yeah. yeah I mean, what were they letting Millhouse just to wander around? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's great. Uh, so the boys try to jump a train that goes through Springfield. <laughs> and so, you know, they throw their belongings uh, into an open cart. But either they slow down or the train speeds up and they get left behind and now they have nothing. Yeah, their stuff's gone. <laughs> their stuff's gone. They're screwed. You know, uh, I I mean, there. I used to live by uh, like a train tracks and every once in a while I'm like, do you think I could just jump on a train? I know it's probably here. illegal. Same but... here. I was like, oh, I could totally jump on that right now. It's going slow enough. I know I can do it. <laughs> I know, but I'm, uh, I'm, would, always too scared. I'm always too scared to do it because I feel like a conductor or someone would notice me. Even though they probably wouldn't. A train sometimes, like, you know, a mile long train. 
If you yeah. did it towards the back, no one would ever notice. Yeah. The conductor wouldn't see you. Um, my fear was always the train would start to go, to go faster and I'd be scared to jump off and I'd be taken oh, away with the train. Sure. Um, but I actually do know someone who like would be like old boxcar hippie and jump trains. Oh, okay. And uh, the people you have to avoid is when they stop in at the station, they have people that come by and check oh, four oh. box jumping hobos. Yeah. So sure. you have to like hide. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, but I, the only thing I've ever jumped on for free is our uh, train system here in uh, Minneapolis because they don't, unlike the L in uh, Chicago, there are no gates or anything. You literally go to a station and yeah. it's all like honesty, like you paid for your <laughs> ticket to get on. Oh, that's, oh, cool. that's nice of them. Yeah. No, it never is, do it, that in Chicago. No, 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 no. you would not. <laughs> or any, anywhere else, New York, Boston, anywhere else. You got to pay to get on your stuff. In, in Minneapolis, no, it's literally honest, honor system. And they actually put out an article that said about 18% of people actually pay for the train system. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, well. Yeah. Uh, so Bart calls the house and, you know, Marge answers the phone and she's like, oh, I've missed you so much. Here you go, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Marge. Yeah. She she doesn't get any attention this episode. No. Nope. Uh, so Lisa asks uh, Bart how the grammar rodeo is. And Bart's like, Lisa, I must confess, there was no grammar rodeo. She's like, I knew I it. Knew it. And she's like, Bart, you're going to get into so much trouble when you get home. Well, she's and, like, uh, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why they had host a national grammar rodeo in Canada. Yeah, yeah <laughs> not everybody's even nation. dumb. Yeah. Um, and so, but Bart's like, Lisa, I'm already in already in all this trouble. And he, you know, explains to Lisa on the phone. We get kind of like a time lapse thing of, you know, Lisa listening to Bart telling him, telling her like how, how bad everything is for them right now. And uh, Bart's like, Lisa, you got to come up with a way to get us home for free. And uh, Lisa's like, well, you can travel for free if you were a stewardess. And uh, there's a pause. <laughs> and she's like, well, how badly do you want to get home? All right. All right. How about a carrier? They travel for free, too. Pauses. No, that's a terrier. They're dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Bart, just so dumb. I love uh, it. I love how. But but I mean, those two, th- I, maybe a courier. OK, look. In the now, if you wanted to get home free being a courier, you could probably sign up for like Uber or yeah. some, some. I'm sure there's a service out there you can literally sign up for and just start doing it. Yeah. In the 90s, you'd have to go through like background checks and everything. There's no way you'd be able, you'd be able to do that by Friday. Probably. Oh, yeah, no way. So, uh, and also, I like I like how Bart's like not wanting to be a stewardess. It's like they already had the wigs; it would have been perfect. Yes. I guess <laughs> they could have pulled it off. Yeah, they yeah. could have. But then we went to got in a full twenty three minute episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Bart gets a job working for the Knoxville Bondic Courier Service, and his first assignment is to Hong Kong, where he <laughs> delivers human eyes to this scientist guy, and we see Skinner at the airport eating. Because, you know, he's probably, you know, getting ready back to go go back home. And he yep. sees Bart. And he's just like, huh? huh? And so Bart gets <laughs> back to the curious service where the boys have fallen asleep. And Milhouse wakes up. He's like, Bart, can we call our parents yet? And Bart's <laughs> like, no. And he calls Lisa again. And he's like, he tells her that they need a courier something big enough to fit him, Nelson, Milhouse, and Martin. And then it needs to be sent spent sent to Springfield. And like Lisa's like, that's gonna cost a fortune. 
<laughs> and so, uh, so then we see uh, the owner asking Bart to do another job. He's like, Simpson, how would you like to escort 500 Big Macs to Marlon Brando's island? <laughs> that's great. That's great. He's like, come on, Lisa, I'm counting on you. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, as a courier, couldn't you? Well, maybe not. I was like, couldn't you just deny certain requests? Or well, maybe no. not. Maybe if it's your job, you have you have to do Here's it. Here's my other problem with the whole courier thing. Isn't he making money doing this? You're right. He yeah, totally. Just, yeah, 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 he could have just rented another car and drove home at this point. Well, I don't know how much you would make for just... Because he only did the one job, right? He only brought it the eyes to Hong Kong. Yeah. I don't know well, if you'd make enough money off seen. of that. But yeah. also, like, going to Hong Kong and back, that's going to take a couple days. I yes. know. I, I feel like it would have been way past the whole Friday deadline anyway. Yes. Oh, cartoons I mean, don't have to be 100% realistic. Yes. No. <laughs> no. But I wonder what the average, co- like, cost for couriers are. Like, how much do couriers get paid, I wonder? I, I don't know. Like, I per... have no idea. I had a friend that did a courier service, like, locally for, like, oh, sure. two weeks. Yep. And he would just bring, like, kidneys to hospitals. But... I don't think he made very much money because he only did it for two weeks. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And so uh, Lisa goes to uh, work with Homer and uh, he spins her around in the chair and she, you know, is very un- un- unenthusiastic. We, because she's like, she's literally trying to figure out a way to get, you know, Bart back. And yeah. Homer's like, what's wrong, Lisa? It's like, I can't tell you. It's a secret. It's like, uh, she doesn't have to, you don't have to tell me, but I thought we trusted each other now with our secrets. I haven't told anyone about your new boyfriend. Um, you mean Langdon Holger? I don't even like him anymore. It's like, <laughs> all right, fine, I'll tell you. But you have to promise not to tell anyone, especially Bart. Yes. And so, you know, Homer promises, you know, Lisa, and he spills her guts. She's like, uh, Bart rented a car with a phony driver's license and drove Millhouse Nelson and Martin to a wig outlet in Knoxville and the car got crushed and they're out of money and they can't get home and Bart's working as a courier and they just came back from Hong Kong. Wow, I cannot believe I just did that all in one breath. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm pretty good. All right. So Homer's like, you're really calm. He's like, yes, that's a real pickle. Would you excuse me for a moment? And Homer puts on a radiation suit and hood and yells, you know, a lot of profanities. <laughs> Just he's he's upset. He's pissed. It's all fogging up. It's crazy. And Homer's like, takes it all off. He's like, all right, I have thought this through. I will send Bart the money to fly home and then I will murder him. <laughs> so uh, Lisa says no, <laughs> because then Bart will know that she told. And Lisa's like, Lisa thought she could trust Homer. She's like, uh, says they'll work to get work this out together. And so Homer f- says, first things first, where's Knoxville? She points to the map out the map and is like, Knoxville is next to Oak Ridge. Homer says, they can order something from Oak Ridge and Bart could be the courier. And good idea. Smart, good idea, Homer. Yeah. And so Homer calls the Oak Ridge power plant and tells them they need to order the T-437 safety command console. And the guy on the other at the other power plant says, Oh, your your console seems to be fully operational as Homer dumps Buzz Cola on the console. He's like, <laughs> it. Oh dear God, no! God, no! You can't you can't work without a T four thirty seven. It's like we got we gotta get this sent out immediately. Alright, send it to the Springfield Nuclear Power Plant, courtesy of Homer J. Wait, no, no, Dad. The, the bar will know. Because obviously on the yeah. tag, you know, on the, the outside tag, it's like, oh, send it in care of. Langdon Ulger. 
great. That's great. Yeah, this is actually another joke that they seem to pull out every so often because yes. he says, courtesy of Homer J, and then stops. And then yep. Lisa says, no, you can't use that name. He says, forget the Simpson name. Yeah, forget Homer uh, forget, Simpson. Oh, yeah, forget Homer Simpson. My name is... It's like, what, what is the Mr. one episode Bur- where it's like... My name is Mr. Burns. I think you have a package for me. <laughs> it's uh, the one episode where uh, there's like a Lisa S. No, 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 that won't work. Yeah. Uh, oh, L. L. Simpson. Simpson. <laughs> that's, a, that's an older episode. Yep. Oh, so good. I love that joke. And so now we see the boys are on the cargo plane. Air cargo. <laughs> Air cargo, yes. <laughs> That's great. Very so, generic. Yeah, so we see Bart is uh, sitting outside of the box while Milhouse Martin and Nelson are in the box with that new console. And there's just one hole. And <laughs> Milhouse, you can see Milhouse's eye. And he's like, Bart, can we get another air hole? And Bart's like, shut up or else they'll figure out you're in there. And they zoom out to a wide shot of the plane. And it's just the box and yeah, no one else. Bart. Just the probably just the pilots at this yeah. point. Yeah, nobody yeah. knows. Um, and so now we we see that everybody's back at home, and Bart's you know they're eating dinner, and he's explaining how he won't go back to the grammar rodeo because it's just getting too commercial. Now. <laughs> it's it used to be it used to be more about the grammar. The grammar. <laughs> and so, but we see Lisa and Homer, you know, just angrily staring at Bart because they know he's lying. Yep, they know. Although Homer probably shouldn't like he's uh, look like he's upset because he shouldn't know that Bart lied. Uh, but they cut over to Marge, who's happy to see Bart because she missed Bart. Yeah, because she, she missed ev- she missed everyone. She's just happy everyone's back. Yeah, yeah. And so now we see Homer and Marge uh, are in bed when the phone rings, and it's Principal Skinner calling. <laughs> he's like, "Has Bart ever been to Hong Kong?" Marge's like, "No, <laughs> no." And, the, and then Homer like hides himself underneath <laughs> the covers because he's like, "Oh shit, um, like, oh, I might get in trouble." Here it comes. This is this is the end of my life. And so then the uh, then they get another phone call, and the next phone call is from the Tennessee State Police, which that's actually not their actual title. It's like a patrol or something. I, I write about it. I, just, I didn't care to write it down. And she's like, no, my son's car was not crushed in Knoxville. I have no idea where, where to begin to tell them what is wrong with that. And so now Homer's turned off the light. He's like, oh, God, no, no, I don't know what the hell is going on. And the phone rings up for a third time. And it's the courier service wondering if Bart can deliver a human kidney to Amsterdam. I was just like, no. And uh, Homer like makes like a, a laughing sound, like a cr- like it's like like a snorting sound. And Marge is like, "Are you laughing at me?" And then cut to the rest of the credits. Oh, it's so, oh, it's great. You know, um, I guess Bart's biggest downfall was giving everyone his home phone number. Clearly, I, well, clearly. Principal Skinner would probably know it. Yeah. But like the rental company, that yes. I'd imagine that's where they got the phone number. And then also the, the courier, courier service, like, hey, if you need to call me, call me at home. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Which I don't know why he would do that. Yeah. I don't uh, know why he's giving them all these real, real information. Although. Well, the look, Tennessee look. State Police would probably search for his number. Po- they could possibly do that as well. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, he is only 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess. 
yeah, I guess they'd find out that the car was rented in Springfield and yeah. who rented it. Yeah, they could probably track it all down. But I yeah. love, I love the fact that Homer's just underneath the covers, just giggling. Why would he? Like, <laughs> like, but like, that's a horrible tell by Homer. He should have just been like, "What is going on? I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> I don't know. I laugh. I laugh. I I couldn't hold my shit. I think that would be the funniest thing in the world. All right. So now it's that time of the the show where we do our. Uh, uh, God, what is it called? Rating? Rating. I can't think today. Um, and so, uh, John, or Johnny, I don't know what you prefer. Yes. Um, we <laughs> So our rating system, we do one through five. Uh, one being obviously the lowest, five being the best. Uh, our rating system, one is dough. Two is uh, eat my shorts. Three is don't have a cow man. Four is mm, sprinkles. And five, everything's coming out millhouse. And as we like to do with our guests, we'd like to let you give your final thoughts and your rating first. So uh, go ahead and tell us what you thought. Okay. So I'm going to leave this one pretty short. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's very simple. Any episode with Moon River in a second encore, <laughs> boom, five, five out of five. All Everything's right, so, coming up Millhouse. Awesome. Yeah, I, I absolutely love this episode. The A storyline of Bart getting a fake ID and going on a road trip. Uh, purple is a fruit. It's just <laughs> yes, so good. Like it's all so cohesive. The writing is great. The animation is great. You know, I love the fact that they use Marge as this character of oh, like she's the forgotten character in this episode. Besides Maggie, obviously. Um, I thought that was pretty good character development, even though we don't really see character development in The Simpsons. Um, and obviously the Sun Sphere. It's just. It's phenomenal episode five. Everything's coming up Millhouse. Yep. No, I'm definitely with you. Five. Everything's coming up Millhouse. This is probably one of the best A B stories that the Simpsons have ever wrote. Like yeah. it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is absolutely fantastic how they merged the two together at the end. Yeah. They kept it very cohesive. Obviously, I love Marge's just like <laughs> thrown into the mix and like no one wants it's like. It's like they had to have her in the episode, but they they figured out a great way to have her in without really, <laughs> without, without really, really having, having her do much. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, and I like the uh, I like how in the beginning it's like homemaker isn't a real job, but then <laughs> yep. once all of the family is gone, she really has nothing to do, and she's yeah. like completely lost. Like, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, and, and yeah, I think that kind of melds into the whole Maggie thing. She's like, I really don't have anything to do. I'm just a homemaker. Um. And and aside from Marge working at the power plant when she became like what Burns's assistant or no yes. she became like a Homer's I can't remember what it was no it was like Burns's assistant. assistant Burns's assistant I mean she really never had a a job job she's always yeah. been a homemaker so I I don't know how much into the future they really do with giving her more jobs yeah because it's it's kind of hard to kind of figure that out we we know Homer has a ton of jobs. So I'm kind of interested to see some of the Marge jobs in yeah. the future, just to see how that kind of turns out. But yeah, I'm five. Everything's coming on Millhouse. This is just a fantastic episode. I mean, it has another Mo uh, Most Tavern <laughs> prank. So oh, that's <laughs> those, are, a good one, yeah. those are always good ones. So uh, let's finish it off with our character profile. And this week we have Cletus. His identity is a slack jawed yokel. <laughs> uh, speaks with a pronounced southern drawl. Yeah. His woman, 
Hey, Brandine! <laughs> um, father of 26 children. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, uh, that's the redneck stereotype. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, dog, Geech. Uh, he, a smell hound. Yeah, not a bloodhound, a smell, a smell hound. hound. Yep. He's a smell hound. <laughs> yep. And uh, bulls for the stereotypes. Yeah, that was the, the, the Pin Pals episode. Yep. Yes, it was. Hey, Ma, look at that pointy-haired little girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, let's uh, close it out with where we can find everyone. Uh, Johnny P, why don't you uh, start us off? Where can everyone find you and your fun things? Um. Ours is pretty simple. Uh, you just if you search the Doe Show, D O H Show, on pretty much everything, it will pop up. Some we do have it the Doe Show, a Simpsons ish podcast, which is our Facebook page. We have Instagram, uh, and then that's about it, I think. Okay. Um, and then on as far as like uh podcast sites, we're on pretty much every place you can go and find a podcast. Cool. Perfect. All right, so the Simpsons Did It Podcast is on Facebook at the Simpsons Did It, Did it Podcast. You can head over to Instagram, the Simpsons Did It Pod. Um, you can head over to YouTube if you want to listen to our uh, podcast through that video service. Just search at the Simpsons Did It Podcast. Um, yeah, you can find us on every single podcast platform known to man. But if you listen on Apple, please give us a rate and review. We always like uh, hearing the feedback and we'll read it here on the air. Um, if, uh, that isn't your bag, feel free to give us a phone call 612-584-0986. Check out Jaden LeBron's voicemail message as Krusty the Clown and, uh, yeah, leave us a voicemail. We'll let you know everything, uh, we can. And, uh, if, uh, phone calls aren't your bag, we got an email address, the Simpsons did it pod at gmail.com. So head over to there and, uh, send us an email. And lastly, if you'd like to donate to our podcast, head over to buy me a coffee dot com forward slash the simpsons did it and donate us a duff or two and all your proceeds will go to our giveaways stickers merch and all these other fun things so until next time i'm steven skolansky and i'm robert skolansky and this has been the simpsons did it Shh.